My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is freedom, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Welcome back, my fellow domestic terrorists. We are back with another episode of We the People Radio. I'm your host, James, and joining me, as always, is my good friend, Anthony. We don't have our f- very ugly friend, our normie friend, Nicholas. So bitter. So bitter, yeah. Fucking, you're going to see me slap the shit out of myself a couple times tonight. There's a fly flying around. Actually, we have a great guest with us today. I'm actually, before I introduce him, I'm going to ask him kindly to shut the, the door because we forgot to do that because Rumble, apparently, I think, just nuked me. I don't I know, like the Rumble site looks just weird on my end too. Yeah, something's going on with Rumble. It's all white. I don't know what the hell just happened. But uh something's going on with Rumble, which is kind of gay. What's going on, guys? Can we get it's, this fixed? It's the CCP. If you're if you're a a listener on Rumble, go over to Facebook, Foxhole, Pill.net, uh Cloud Hub. Uh, Reroute, Patriot Part Podcast Network. But I, I, I wanted to bring something else to your attention too. You no longer are flashing on the screen. Slap hands. No, it just flashed. What? It just flashed. I just saw it. I just watched it happen. It flashed. But it's not half as bad as it was. Though. No, it's that is true. You just little flickers at the bottom now, but that's progress. It's progress. We're making progress. What the hell happened? I cannot believe this. I can think somebody down. in the audience just fucking check out Rumble, see what the fuck is going on. I don't know what the fuck is going on, um, but this is. I don't know what Rumble truth about it. Oh, they tr- they Rumble put a truth out right now. Let's see what Rumble says on truth. These fucking pieces of shit. Rumble's down right when we're about to go live. 
Yeah. Right. Of course. Did they go? Did they go down because we were going live and they couldn't take our our account down? So they just. This is our fucking luck. Investigating Rumble's network issue. It's the only explanation. We were taking precautionary measures in light of Hurricane Ian. This fucking hurricane. Well, I want to get into Joe Biden's hurricane preparation. What we do? But before we do that, before we do that. Uh, I want to introduce our, our unbelievable guest who's in studio, or in stew, as Anthony likes to say. In stew guest. That's what we say in the biz. In the biz, in the podcast biz. Is it really? That's how you say it. <laughs> no, I, I did not know that. I was not aware. We're in the stew. I'm, I'm in the biz. We're in the stew. We're in the stew right now, uh, so Mick. we're going to make up words, all right? Yeah, I we like this. We do. This is all going in the mictionary. I like it. I like it. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the party, my friend. Well, Super excited to have him on. If you tuned into Monday Madness yesterday, um, you saw him in studio as well. The one of the hosts, the not so better half of the Patriot Party podcast, uh, but and also a legend in his own right, my friend Mick, aka Dick Punch. Welcome to the show, dude. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked you to start the show yesterday. How are you enjoying your time in Vegas, my friend? <laughs> it has been very enlightening. You're having a good time? Yes. You're having a good time? One more time. One Fucking more time. Fly. Fucking uh, last time I was here, Justin um, showed us the finer points of Vegas. And wow, um, we partied uh, uh, one night. I was here for four days, one night. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I literally, I mean, we came for one night. Four yep. days later, and, and it was Fourth of July. You came to my yep. house and we ate, broke bread and smoked yep. some meats. It was delicious. And uh, four days later, when we finally left, um, <laughs> wow, it was amazing. And now I'm back and still amazing. Nothing's changed. Um, wow, maybe it's fixed. Hold on, let's check. Um, oh yeah, there we go. Here we go. We're fixed. Well, I'm glad you're having a good time. I'm telling you right now, you've been uh, pretty stoned the entire week. Yes, we're having a grand old time. <laughs> I've been. We're having a grand old time over here. I wonder if this is going to work. Ah, uh, here we go. I think connecting. Uh, Rumble might be beat.com. We may be yeah, beat.com. This is what happens when you have a, a live show, ladies and gentlemen. They had to take it down so they, they could change we the algorithm. So when it came back up, our show didn't stream. That's the only explanation. Nobody's getting an alert right now that the show is about to go live. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. Cocksuckers. Um, But real quick, let's uh, take care of an order of business. And once again, pay the bills for your financial support. (laughs) Shout out to our sponsors. Kush Cream is number one topical in the game. 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning. Uh, yes. Mick has been using it the past couple of weeks. How are you enjoying those Kush Creams, my guy? Very good. They're very nice. The roll-ons, the pain cream, the natural sense. He's getting a little bit of everything. Go to kushcreams.com, code WPRUSA. And Megan, Megan, if you're listening, because I know you tune into all of our shows, Marcus as well, um, let's get these guys a, a code. Let's get the Patriot Party podcast a code for Kush Creams. They're unbelievable. Yeah, sure. They, yes, they, they love them. Um, yes. And I, I've also got Mick on the Silovitamins. Um, if you know wow. a thing, a thing, a thing about a thing. If um, you know, you know. You know. If you know, you know. We can't advertise those kinds of things, <laughs> so we'll get in trouble. But if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Go to kushcreams.com code WPRUSA for 15 percent off. Uh, you won't regret it. It's a lifesaver. The best pain cream. Uh, 21 time cannabis cup award winner for a reason. Uh, also can't forget our uh, favorite CBD, the number one CBD on the planet. Go to serious cbd.com 
put in code WPRUSA. I don't even know what the discount is right now. I'm sure there is some discounts, but I, th- I think the 50 for 50 is still going. It's still 50? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's unbelievable. So go WPRUSA. Me and Marley Dog, we take this stuff every day. It is the best CBD on the market. Mick has an unbelievable testimony, and I actually kind of want to get into that on this show at some point because we didn't get to talk about that when you were on the show, and it's a, a really, really cool story. Uh, Serious CBD has really helped Mick in a way that uh, is true. It's almost like a miracle. It really is. Um, so go to serious-cbd.com, code WPR USA or 15% off. Also, uh, my Patriot cigars are finally live. Uh, me and Mick, we should be getting ours uh, in the next day or two. But sample packs are live. What the hell just happened? Yeah, is that, you, oh, Vlin, is that feedback on my end? Do you hear that? Huh? Is I don't hear me? feedback. All right. I don't hear feedback. I guess right. Vlin's in studio now. That looks like mixed green screen. Yes. Um, but as I was saying, the Patriot cigars are finally live. Go to mypatriotcigars.com. These things are unbelievable. Alan worked really, really hard. He's a, a cigar snob. Uh, and I'm very excited to try mine. Mick and I are both going to be getting ours in the next day or two. They're coming to my house while he's here. The sample packs are live as well. So if you want to try one of each, that's what I'm excited to do. Because, I'm again, I'm not a cigar aficionado. I want to find out which one I like the best. Uh, so I got a couple sample packs. And I'm going to try them. And I'm going to let you guys know. Georgie McDougal has a code. He's going to try some. We're going to we're gonna get an official review on My Patriot Cigars. I'm really excited to try these bad boys. Go to MyPatriotCigars.com, code WPRUSA, for 15% off. And the last but not least, Mikey Pillow Gang. Who wants to join the Pillow Gang? Go to MyPillow.com slash WPRUSA or MyStore.com slash WPRUSA. Get all your pillow needs, the geese sheets, the slippers. The chancletas, the slippers, it's wintertime. It's getting cold over in those cold. We were in Oregon, me and Mick. We were in Oregon over the weekend. Yeah. It was it got down to 38 degrees. I wish I brought my slippers with me because they're outdoor. They got the, they got I mean, outdoor the fact that you leave your home without them is no, dude, disappointing. It's really, really disappointing. I'm an idiot, and uh, I regret it immediately because it was really <laughs> fucking cold. They would have came in handy, but those cold weather places, you want to pick up those uh, those my pillow slippers, you won't. Uh, you won't regret it. She's in. She's in. Okay, yeah. so uh, now we also have joining us the better half, the much better looking half of the Patriot Podcast Party Podcast. Yes. Welcome my, to the show, V Lynn. My Thanks ball and chain. Welcome. Ball and chain. <laughs> I could punch him for you if you want. He's right here. Um. <laughs> okay, I'll save it up for when I get there. Okay, perfect. Yeah, you're 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 a trooper. You're coming out, and uh, the reason why these two are out here, well, Mick right now, and uh, Velen is hitting the road tomorrow, trekking out here in the truck, driving out to sunny Las Vegas, is because this weekend we are celebrating our good friend. We're going to have a memorial bike ride. Uh, what what am I doing here? Cancel. Hitting wrong buttons. Hitting wrong buttons. Big fat fingers. Um, we are going to have a memorial bike ride for our good friend Justin. Uh, the host of the Cannabis and Combat. Many people are tuning in are from the Wolf Pack, and uh, some of you are even coming out and flying out for the event. I'm very excited to meet so many of you. It's going to be an awesome, awesome time. We're going to celebrate this this big guy's life in a way that only he would want. This is what me and Justin were doing uh, a lot of our time. We were riding our bikes in these big group rides, smoking weed, drinking beers, and just, uh, as Justin would say, doing Patriot shit. Um, 
And uh, we're very excited for this. A lot of people are coming out. If you don't have a bike, don't worry. They're renting them at Cranker Grind where we're meeting at three o'clock. And of course, the only time we can roll out is 420. So we're leaving at 420. It'll, the last bar, I think we get there at 730. So we're going to do a lot of bike riding, a lot of weed smoking. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so come out and celebrate with us. Uh, there's going to be cannabis and combat custom beers made. Um, and uh, yeah, look forward to meeting you guys October 2nd. Come and meet us at the Crank and Grind. So yeah, that's why these guys are coming out and mix here right now. Uh, he's been helping me all week, get everything set up. It's going to be a really good time. Now that we got all of the uh, the legwork out of the way, uh, Vilan, um, tell us a little bit about the Patriot Party podcast real quick. Because last time you guys were on the show, you guys didn't really get to talk about it because we were doing a uh, tribute show to our, again, good friend, Justin. Um, that's true. Yeah. So, um, tell us a little bit about the Patriot Party podcast because uh, I'll ask Mick, but he's on cloud nine right now. So <laughs> it's almost two years ago now. Um, God let us to stick a microphone on the side of a computer and start talking. And honestly, we didn't expect anyone to listen to us. But Same story. Uh, <laughs> so like, yeah. we're like, man, if we get a dozen listens on our first show, we'll be so excited. And we had like 200 and it was fucking kick ass. Right. And, uh, and then, and, and then we just, we kept going because we listened to, we listened to other podcasts. He got me into podcasts and we started listening to the things together or we listened to them separately and discuss it at night and around the dinner table kind of a thing. And, and they just never went far enough. Right. Like they, mm-hmm. yep. they they'd go, you know, they, they get to that line, but then they see the line and they don't cross over. They don't step over it. Like it's right there. Fucking punch it. No follow-up questions. They just have scripted questions. They get the answer and they move on to the next one. Even with podcasters, like even with the podcasters we were listening to, it was like, they were scared. They were scared Mm -hmm. to to tell the truth or have it. God forbid a unique idea, you know, going against the mainstream, anything they were scared. And we we're like, fuck it. You know, we can't do it anymore. So we were like, we're, we're not scared. We run by the tagline, no fear, no filter. We, our rules in our chat are, are, there are no rules. Um, but just don't piss Sparky boy off. Cause he'll fucking boot you in a heartbeat. Um, but, uh, you know, like we say what we want, we don't censor our guests. We don't censor ourselves. Um, we get called every name under the book, but we're real people. Yeah, and- you're racist. Oh, absolutely. I can't wait to sport my domestic terrorist shirt riding down the strip in Vegas. You know, I, know, I got mine ready too. I wore mine yeah. last week. Otherwise yeah. I would have been wearing it today. Yeah, and I haven't packed yet, so that's okay. Mine's I'm, clean. I just didn't want to wear it two weeks in a row. It's literally what I wore last week on the show. Yeah, well, mine's <laughs> mine too, but it's in literally in the laundry, and I haven't packed it yet, so I, I wasn't wearing it today because I'm not doing laundry again before I leave. But, um, you know, it's just, it's trying. It's, <laughs> so, There's yeah, a fly so like, in the house. There's a fly and driving me fucking nuts. We started out with, uh, with a shitty camera, um, a shittier laptop, in our living room, actually at our dining room table. Um, and we do like one pre-recorded show a week. And then, then that show started going like three hours because there's so much. And then we started doing two shows a week. And Nick was like, that's it. We're not doing more than two shows. Definitely not. <laughs> and now How many we shows are you doing now? Six shows a week. <laughs> oh, my God. How'd she rope you into that one there, there Mick? How'd you get caught up doing that? Every single time. Every single time it was her, she was like, oh, we have to do more. 
We have to do more. It's, well, it's true. But, you know, it's great because we do it together. And and I don't know of many other married couples that do it together. In fact, most of the people that I, you know, most of the other podcasters or people, you know, anybody in the movement, whether they're a podcaster or not, it's they always bitch that, you know, their spouse doesn't support them or they just don't get it or like they listen, but they're just not there. And like Mick and I are in this 100 percent together. Like that's that's it. It's he and I all the way. Um, it, we disagree. We argue. Arnie and Clyde over here all the time. Um, we argue on the podcast all the time, just like we argue in real life all the time. And it's fun. You know, you. here we are. Yes. How dare you? Um, <laughs> It's almost better. Yep. <laughs> How dare you? Do that again. That's the story. Well, gonna... We did it. We did it, Joe. <laughs> you guys did it. You guys did it. Very proud of you. Seriously, you guys' dynamic is 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 awesome. And uh, I had the pleasure of meeting Vlin uh, before I met Mick um, down in down in Dallas with Justin, and uh, that's where we heard the legend. Of Dick Punch, yeah, that's and and the dildo story, <laughs> and the dildo story, and the dildo story. So I do want to talk about those stories on because we that no one on my audience has gotten to hear them unless it because I, I I didn't want to tell them I told them about Dick Punch but I didn't tell them the dildo story so we might have to we'll just circle back and let let everybody know because it's one of the greatest stories ever. Um, <laughs> just, it's a two part. Yeah, you don't just so, casually pass I, by that. I tell the first part and Mick tells the second part. Cause again, we're in this together hundred percent. Right. So, 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 so Mick, uh, we, as we know, spends a lot of time in the military special forces, one of the baddest dudes on the planet and his wife, uh, she worked at a hotel. And, yeah. uh, what did you do at this hotel? I was the director of operations. So I was basically the assistant general manager. And I left last October, October 20th, actually, when they put their mandate in and I, told them I didn't want to work for Nazis and to fuck off. And <laughs> I walked. So, um, yeah, but, uh, and I'd been there for nine years. So, um, you know, it was, it was no joke. They were like, but you're going to be a general manager. And I was like, but I still don't want to work for Nazis. So fuck off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I knew I was leaving. So I sewed as much dissension as I could before I left. But, yeah, you have to, you know, after nine years, everyone listened to me, but I worked my way up through the ranks and I started out on the phones um, and answering the phones for a 400 room, well, 391 room hotel in downtown Savannah is no joke. Like those phones rang off the fucking hook all the time, all day long. And I was usually the only person on the phones. Um, and then I moved up. I you know, became the front office manager and then director of operations and whatnot. Um, actually when COVID first said I was the acting general manager cause my boss was out of town, but, uh, this is well before that. So I was on the phone one day I was, I was covering the desk and, uh, covering the phones and the housekeepers bring me down this, this bag, this duffel bag. It's about yay big. Right. Um, and it's, it's vibrating and they are yeah. freaking the fuck out and they're like, Miss V, Miss V, we don't know what to do. It's it's going to explode. There's a bomb in there. I was like, all right, ladies, chill the fuck out. Seriously, calm down. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. Let's see what's in it. So I open it up and it is full. I mean, full of the dirtiest dildos you've ever seen. Everything what? you can possibly imagine. All different. And everything, everything was represented here. Okay. I mean, they, 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 Time yep. out because I want to I want to throw in an adjective that you forgot to say. He's dirty. 
And when she described it to me the first time, she's like, I opened the bag and it just I got hit in the face with a direct smell of cottage cheese. These <laughs> cottage cheese dildos were in the bag. And this that description, I was like, oh, oh, God. Like, you know, like this huge, big, black, double-ended dong. And I mean, Mick said it was 72 inches long, which would be the size of my fucking table. It gets bigger every time he tells the story. But it was was, uh, was three feet long and it was like 18 inches. It was like this big around. Like, there's no fucking joke. It's like a thigh. I mean, this shit still had like white, white stuff, like you could see it. Oh, the cottage cheese. I mean, there were like, there were strap ons, there were butt plugs, there were vibrators. I mean, there was like easily five grand worth of, because, you know, this shit's not cheap, right? Like butterflies, I mean, literally everything. Like fucking suction cups, everything you can imagine. This bag was full. So, I, it was so gross. So I I called the ladies that left it behind under their bed, um, and you know, two two nice ladies, and I, I left them a voicemail, and I was like, we recovered some personal items from your room, and and we hold all lost and found for thirty days. So give me a call back, and you know, with your your address and your credit card, and I'll ship it back to you. And just be mindful that after 30 days, it's it's gone. It's donated. It's gone. Normally, we send these things to, to church donation. Not this time. So hmm. after 31 days on the dot, I took a priority flat mailbox. <laughs> and I boxed that shit up. Now, mind you, this was mixed. I don't know, babe. What was it? Your fucking 12th? Com- 14th combat tour at this point, 15th, something like that. Something ridiculous. I stopped sending him boxes after like f- number four. All right. Um, like I'd put it out on Facebook. I'd be like, all right, Mick needs uh, baby wipes and Gatorade powder and coffee. Like who wants to send him what? And every, you know, he would, I would build those. He would get tons of boxes and I didn't send him shit. So him getting a box for me was kind of a big deal. So, uh, so I, I put the APO address on. It cost me twelve dollars and ninety five cents because it just dropped ships to New York, and then they take it from there. And so, uh, off it goes to, to <laughs> Afghanistan. So, Mick, what happened to this box of dildos <laughs> that got shipped to Afghanistan for you? So, <clears throat> first, I go down there. <clears throat> it's funny. This duffel bag is no longer in a box. This duffel bag is just in a bag with Probably an address. Still vibrating. <laughs> an address attached to it stapled and um i was handed the bag when i went to pick it up because they were like hey you've got something got the mailroom you got to pick up <laughs> so i went down there i picked it up i brought it back i'm like what the fuck did she send me she's um she knows we're about to leave country we're almost done i'm like what the fuck did she sent me now so i start i get back to the room i open start opening the bag <laughs> There's my wife <laughs> donating the newest headdresses to the Afghan children <laughs> in the nearest village near me. Um, <clears throat> dildos, because now I've got dildos. Oh, my God. So what do guys do when they get a bag full of dildos shipped to them? Well, we do what any normal human being does. They become antenna tops for the tops of our antennas on top of our vehicles. They become... <laughs> 
fucking hood ornaments on our vehicles. We had butt plug hood ornaments on our vehicles. <laughs> Kids in the local neighborhoods were running around with these fucking fucking suction cup dildo dildos hanging off oh, the front of their God. heads, screaming, I'm a unicorn with the balls smacking the kids in the face. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, and of course, uh, there were just other things done with them. They were placed in certain areas around the camp that just were really fucking. Did you put one on top of a flagpole? Pictures like, taken, I'm sure. Huh? Certain pictures may have been taken. No, it was nothing like that. But we we did we did do we did have what did quite you, a bit of fun with, with them. What did um, you know? What did you do, right on the What floor. did you do with them when you had to leave? Well, we left them. No, well, no, not all of them. Not all of them. No, well, no, well, there was there was some of them that came back. I did not know about this. So anyway, um, we had a warrant officer um, on one of our teams. He was uh, really great dude, like stand up guy. Guy's probably like one of the best dudes. I I'd fucking trust him with everything in my whole entire life. And uh, but the guy has absolutely not a funny bone in his body he doesn't laugh he doesn't smile he shows absolutely no emotion it, it doesn't it's matter like mushrooms he, he talks like he is a robot everything is uh well i told you that would happen <laughs> bueller anybody seen bueller yeah like he, I mean, like he won't make any reaction like we, he's, he's banging a 10 and we could be fucking there, we're getting cold. shot at and he's just like well there's a guy in the hill okay are you gonna shoot him thanks for the heads well, up yeah but there's more coming <laughs> okay well gee, holy fuck it's like all right no urgency whatsoever but literally that's how he was he was stone cold with everything he did and um so i had been thinking about this for the longest time i gotta get this motherfucker i gotta figure out how am i gonna get this guy what am i gonna do what do i do to get him so uh when I get this bag of fucking humongous dildos and shit, I'm thinking to myself, holy fucking crap. I have the best, most bestest opportunity ever. So I went to my team captain. I was like, hey, man, you had to do me a favor. I said, I got to be on the uh, customs checkout when we're on our way out. He's just like, do I want to know? I said, no. I said, do you ever? He said, no. I said, that's what I thought. I said, yeah. so just get me on it. He's like, okay. So we get there and get down to the end of the deployment. And uh, he's like, hey, hey, Mick's going Mick's gonna to take care of the baggage. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I got you now, motherfucker. Hmm. So in the customs, they check our, our bags. We get, check, we, we get bag checked twice. We get once by hand. We get a second one. We go through an x-ray. But we don't do that until right before we leave. So our first one, it's one guy from the whole team that's down there, me, and I'm sitting down there now and they're doing the, this bag. They check the bags and they get to the warrants bag. And I told the guys that were packing them up. I was like, I'll take care of this one, guys. Hmm. I, I uncovered this fucking gigantic dildo and it was <laughs> three feet long, which 72 inches. So it was three feet long. Okay. It's a monster. This motherfucker was 18 and a half inches around. Okay, that's how big this thing is. It was double headed. It was freaking huge. 
I mean, it was described as the Python. Okay. It even had the word Python. You've ever seen. You know, they say once you go black, you never go back. This was the embodiment of that. (laughs) This thing was fucking huge. I curled this thing up in his duffel bag. I curled it around and then I stuffed all the clothes around it and packed it back up nice and tight. And it, you couldn't even tell. So he comes and grabs his bag, throws it under the bus. Boom. We get down to where we've got to be to, to catch the plane. And we go through our next TSA event where they throw it through the scanner. Well, they throw his bag through the scanner. Now you got to understand this is a great big open room. Our whole fucking battalion is there. Everybody can see this, okay? There's no walls. There's no separation. You can see from one end of the joint to the other end of the joint. And we're all going through the the scanners, and they take his bag off, and they pull him to the side. They bring him this little 18-year-old fucking TSA kid. Fucking has got this fucking 45-year-old fucking, you know, been awarded. He's got more metal on his chest than I could ever shake a stick at. And is probably one of the baddest motherfuckers I've ever seen with a handgun. I'm not saying something because Mick looks like a fucking Mexican general in his getup. So. And this guy. This Irish Mick over here. This motherfucker is standing there and he looks at him and uh, he he starts taking the clothes out and I can see that the warrant he's already pissed. He's already, I can already see that just by his body motion, he is not happy that this is happening and he starts taking the clothes out and then he reaches down into the bag and he grabs this thing by the head and he picks it straight up out of the bag and he's holding it above his head and it's still not out of the bag. It's It's still dangling in the bag. And he said, and what's this for? (laughs) <laughs> and the warrant, no shit, not a skip in his step, not a fucking drop of a hat or a heartbeat. He looks at him and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is classic. This is working out exactly like I thought. And my warrant steals the whole thing. And he says, well, can you take it? Stone <laughs> <laughs> cold. Fucking amazing. And I was sitting there going, you have got to be fucking thunder, thunder, thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. Thunder, 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 thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. No, that was just me, me and Justin. Yeah, I thought that was me, you, and that Justin. Was the, at the, that was uh, the first time I ever did a show with Justin. Because oh. I, I was, I, he played Thundercax, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here! This is amazing. I need this." Um, that was the first time I heard the Thundercax. That was literally the first first show me and Justin ever did. Um, but then, so so okay. they left. So anyway, they left, huh? So anyway, Mick, go on with your story because it gets even better. So then we're sitting there and. Uh, I, I was fucking done. I just, I was like, holy shit. I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, I, I put a lot of planning into this. I greased a lot of wheels to make this happen. So uh, that motherfucker steals my, the whole plan. I'm like, fuck. So I'm sitting on the plane and uh, he comes walking on the plane. And he smacks me in the side of the shoulder. He goes, motherfucker, I, I'll take care of that. And I was like, there's nothing you can do to me. There really isn't. There's absolutely nothing you can do to me. And, um, I, I was fucking like, yeah, whatever. I had absolutely no idea that these motherfuckers behind my back 
had planned because they knew I was dropping retirement paperwork uh, coming up shortly. So they were, oh, they were getting, they were getting just ready to fuck me. And I was like, you ass clowns. So when we fly, we fly in a C-17 and inside the C-17, all of our pallets and our crates are in front of us. So you have these huge cargo containers, ISU 90s that are loaded on the plane. Well, they have like shipping points at every side. So everybody ha- hangs up a hang- hammock from point to point and you go to sleep on the side of these, um, these racks. Well, before we before we leave, they hand us two fucking uh, Ambien and uh, was it 500 mil uh, micrograms of uh, melatonin? And uh, you take that and, you know, we'll see when we wake up the next morning. Well, I took my shit. I hung up my fucking shit as soon as uh, as soon as the plane got up, I hung everything up, got ready, took the pills, went to sleep. And um, went to sleep for the next because it's like a 16 hour flight, I believe. Uh, when we land, we I believe in totally it was, it was 17 hours, I think total. Oh, great number. And uh, we landed at Fort Bragg. Oh, and uh, just before you land at Fort Bragg, like the Air Force guys are walking around, waking everybody up, getting everybody moving. And um, I, I, I heard rustling or I heard people moving around and nobody had touched me. And I was like, the fuck's going on? So I kind of picked my head up. And then I realized really quick why nobody touched me. I had like fucking 20 something dildos just covered all over me. They were everywhere. <laughs> there were dildos stuck to my, they were hanging from my fucking rack. The fucking Air Force guys were like, oh, I'm not touching that. I don't know what the fuck just happened. They had been planning this the whole time. They were like, oh, oh we're getting great. this motherfucker back. Mick, I got a serious question for you. Was there one what in your ass? Why are you Why are you gay? serious question so liana said that rumble was down and it was we got it fixed and it was so frustrating because and thankfully mick was able to tell that long story and i was able to get it fixed uh i had to create a whole new live stream and get new stream keys and everything because rumble sucks rumble's the absolute fucking you have to set up a new one every fucking show it's such a pain in the ass because rumble fucked up on their end because they knew we were coming i'm hi fbi hello i know you love to fuck with my show hi bob i love i know you love to fuck with me uh just want to say a nah bear i just want to say hello um we figured it out we worked it around we made it happen so get fucked dude speaking of the fbi this is going to be some funny shit right I have a I have a round trip plane ticket to get out to Vegas. Okay. Yes. Mick has two separate plane tickets to get home from Vegas. And we're driving. Yeah, hilarious. And uh so if you wanted to want to go and like stop us because they think we're flying. Like stop us and pull up, you know, well, stop they, well, they now they now know that because you told them because they're yeah. definitely listening. <laughs> Hi FBI. They yeah. no longer think that you're flying. They have plans have adjusted. You are, you are not walking in silence. No, uh, I, we told this story yesterday on Monday, but the reason one, one of the reasons is the hurricane. And I want to get into right after this story. I want to get into Joe Biden's preparation for the hurricane. It's very, very important. It's important stuff. He, Everyone he needs to get your vaccine. To, hold on. Hold on. We'll get into it. But one of the reasons, not just the hurricane that you're driving out here is because this guy next to me, Oh, no, no, no. Mr. We should special. not tell this story on the Mr. air. No, 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 no. We already did. We told it yesterday. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we told it yesterday, and it's so good we're telling it again because this guy's an idiot. Motherfucker. Okay. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I'm kind of a retard. I'm kind of a retard. <laughs> so uh, Mick, 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 drove to Orlando. Mick drove to Orlando and, and flew out to Vegas. They met me in Vegas and we flew from Vegas. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back, back up, back up. Because my dad was kind enough to give me his GoPro with that he's never fucking used. He's had it for like five years. It has all the attachments, like every possible thing. It's got a nice little case for it. It's really cool. It's like in in a camera case, right? So we brought it out to Texas to the Reckoning Fest. Yes. So now this is okay. I generally, um, if we travel, I go armed, but when I'm home, I've got my dog. Like Seamus is fucking huge. Yeah, it's a big old, big old puppy dog. And Annie will bite you right in the nuts. Like she's, she's no joke. And then her her dad is dick punch. So exactly. So between the two of them, like I don't worry about anything with the dogs around. So I I don't generally go, go armed. And I wasn't going to wear my gun in the car because it's just uncomfortable. So Mick threw it in the bottom of the GoPro bag and we came home and I was like, Hey babe, where's my gun? Just offhand. And he was like, Oh, it's in the safe. And I was like, okay. And I can never open the fucking safe. In well, fact, you're, I'm ruin, you're, you're ruining the whole punchline here. You're, well, you're on, jumping the gun. Right, you're right, jumping right, the whole gun of the ahead. story. You're jumping the whole gun of the story. All right, go ahead. You, 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 hold on. Hold Set on. It up, James. Yeah, no, you're jumping okay. the whole gun. Cause the, the whole funny, the, the, the best part about it is, is the fact that it was unknown. That's the best part about this whole well, entire story. My gun was so in the same. The so that's what I'm saying. So yeah. we're, we're, Mick flies from, or, from Orlando to Vegas and then flies from Vegas to Oregon. And we went up for Justin's funeral. Phil, Justin's father, asked me, Mick, and Jason to go. And V. Lynn was invited, but she had to stay home uh, to go up to the funeral uh, with the family. And they also asked us to film it. And we're going to broadcast the funeral on our on our channels. We're going to get that all set up for everybody to come in and pay the respect. It's going to be a really cool thing on both uh, the Patriot Party podcast and our channel. So we're like, then we get there. It was Thursday. And we're like, all right, let's check all the camera gear, make sure we got everything that we need. We just landed. We just got set in the hotel. So we're talking about politics, just bullshitting. And we're just pulling some camera gear out. Nick, Mick pulls out the GoPro case. And he's going through everything and there's like a, it's like a nice soft camera case. And inside the camera case, there's a hard case where the actual camera is. And mm-hmm. we're having a conversation. I'm rolling blunts. Like I'm looking down and all of a sudden I Mick stops talking and I look over and I, all I see on Mick's face is. <laughs> and I'm sitting here. I'm like, what's wrong? I thought something happened with V Lynn. I thought something was like seriously wrong. Like he was, cause we were having a serious conversation. He's just sitting there dead in the face. My eyes, mind you, yeah, yes. are fucking yes. enormous. Yes, and he goes, look in the bag. And I go and look in the bag. And what's sitting there in the bottom of the bag is a nice little Glock 43. Um, <laughs> so uh, was that, Wait, was this bag checked? Yeah, yes! Checked. No, 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 okay. hold on, hold on. So get this, right? So when I got to Vegas, uh, I had to pull some stuff out so I could take a shower that night uh, to fly the next morning because I stayed in a hotel. And uh, I, the hotel I was staying at, I was just fucking – chilling, hanging out, whatnot. And, um, I got some stuff out and on the top of my stuff. When I opened my bag was this little TSA. We checked your luggage note that like, <laughs> Hey, we were inside your luggage. And I'm sitting there, yeah. I'm sitting there going, well, that's weird. Normally when I see that, I, I only see that when, when I fly internationally, <laughs> a lot of the times I don't, I rarely ever see that when I fly domestically. Mm-hmm. Well, we get up there and I'm fucking looking at this going, are you fucking kidding me? That makes so much sense now why they were digging around my bag and they never yeah. found it. 
They didn't find shit. They didn't find shit. So our TSA, our tax dollars, all these guys doing a really great job. TSA sucks. Fantastic. Round of applause for the TSA, ladies and gentlemen. Pieces of shit. I mean, you could travel with hunt with hunting equipment. Like you could travel with hunting. You need to clear it. Firearms, you need to clear it. Yeah, you gotta clear it. You gotta clear it. You gotta tell them that you're doing it. And it's legal if you clear it. It has to be in a locked case. Yep. You have yes. to have a field carry permit and you have to fill out a whole shit ton of paperwork and submit yes. it before you get on the plane. And, and mix the type of guy. Being so do you military. think they checked your, lug- they checked your luggage because they saw this anomaly and then they just couldn't find it? Well, yes, he, he, that's exactly what I think. He told me he he told he told me in the hotel, he goes, I was the guy that was watching all these idiots get go to the airport and get caught with a fire. I'm like, who the why the fuck did you not check your bags? Um no, 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 me, me and Justin, we used to fucking always laugh. We would laugh at these people who would get caught like, what are you doing taking a gun? Now, mind you, I own a fucking butt ton of guns. That is no excuse. However, even that being said, now I can kind of, I can relate. He can no I can longer understand. say it. He can I, no, I can no say longer it. say oh, you're an idiot. Person. He can no longer make fun of these idiots who bring guns to airports uh oh retard alert alert class (laughs) all right let me add something to this real quick go ahead Uh, so now you you guys called me and you told me this actually mick sent me a picture on my phone and i was like (laughs) what the fuck And and he told me and i was like holy shit all right so i get i get statistical reports a lot like i like numbers i like statistics i like you know Whatever, it's where I got a lot of my smart people stuff. stuff. You like smart people stuff. Whatever. So, read alert. Big school words. Just use normal people words, and I'll understand what you're talking about. <laughs> the very next statistical report I get, and they're random. Like they just, it just sends me random shit, right? The mm-hmm. very next one I got was how many guns were confiscated at different airports around the country in the past year. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> and I bet the numbers are astoundingly high. Atlanta had the most, and I was like, "Thank God, Mick flew nonstop." Yeah, oh my goodness, they know what a gun looks like in Atlanta, and they know how to find that shit. So it was hysterical. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I was like, "Wow, this is yeah. unreal." You're an idiot. You're a fucking <laughs> moron, and you are so lucky. Justin was definitely watching over us. Now, no, now looking down on this, so so then we're sitting there, and uh, one of uh, one of the relatives uh, was worked. She worked high level with the one of the uh, airlines that we flew on, and uh, she was like, well, "What they do to your luggage now?" And I was like, "Oh no, no, no! This is something that we're just gonna say never really happened. Don't worry about what it is. Just say it never really happened." And then she looked down in the bag and she looked back at me and she's like, "Yeah." That never really happened. And I was like, yeah, because that would look so bad for you. Or even yeah. if the TSA is not connected with you, the fact that I flew like that on your airline and nobody knew, come on. Not a good look. No. no. Not a good And that's why. Uh, Are you with CNN? We, we, we're keeping that nice and nice and quiet. Yeah, yeah real quiet. No, nobody say anything, all right? IFBI. Bob. so the other reason that you're driving and the the bigger reason well not just because you have to transport the the firearm back the aforementioned (laughs) 
that somehow magically poofed and showed up. It disappeared. Uh, it disappeared already. It's gone. I don't know where it went. Uh, I lost my firearms in Lake Mead, so I don't know. We, we, we took okay. a bit. Uh, don't worry. You'll find them soon because there's no water left. Well, did you yeah, I know. For real. They'll show up sooner or later. Did you hear about the tractor? The tractor. Our in tractor. Lake Mead? Right. No, no, no. So we. we you have a tractor? Yeah, so we sold our house um, on the little island off the coast of Savannah, and we moved to a, a three-acre. We turned into a homestead um, about an hour south of Savannah, and and you know we have three acres. A, an acre of it is a pond uh, or a lake, actually, um, but we have a huge side yard, and it's it's a lot of mowing. So, um, so my friend sold me her 1983 John Deere tractor for you Plus. know like 400 bucks and it took them a, a minute to get it to run. But once it did, it was, it was great for about five minutes, but Nick, <laughs> Nick likes to mow the lawn with every possible gun that he owns on him. In case he sees the gator, cause there's gators in the lake. So one day he's mowing the lawn. Bigger than gators. He's, it's your, no, I'm not even kidding. He, he's killed a bunch of them already. Like he killed this fucking seven you, footer. You, and that you sank, eat them gators? It sank before we could get it. And now it's gross. And that pond, the lake is deep. So anyway, so he's mowing the lawn. He's on the tractor. And the brakes go out. And he's like, fuck. So he tries to turn it. And at the same time, the steering pin pops. <laughs> so he can't steer it. And he can't stop it. And it went straight into the lake with all the guns on it. <laughs> oh, uh oh, retard alert! Oh. Retard alert, glass. We unfortunately lost. What a shame. We lost all of our guns in a tractor accident. That's how, that's yeah. how it happened. Tragic. Yeah, the, the gate, them gators, dude. Tragic. Them gators. Tragic. Tragic. gators they were fighting. They dude. were fighting. <laughs> tractor safety. I hope they're putting those sweet firearms to good use. I'm sure you had quite a collection. Oh, I, I sure did. It was uh, tragic. Yeah, yeah. unfortunate. It really was unfortunate. No I guess idea. the gator must have missed the Glock, though. <laughs> <laughs> must have forgot that one. <laughs> that, that was the only one. It got away. It was a small one. Oh, that little guy. Oh, don't worry about that little guy. That one, and don't forget that. He forgot it on the GoPro bag. <laughs> he forgot yeah. it. On the GoPro bag. We should have the GoPro on the so, tractor. Back to circling back, circling back to the to, to the we, other reason. We do keep one rifle on the wall and we keep a camera on it all the time because just in case it, it shoots. Vila, you're blending in with your, your. No, it's just the way the background is because oh, of the light. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. That's all right. You, she, you, it's a separate camera. It's one of the, the okay. crappy ones we've got. Yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a crappy camera. But well, anyway. You got a new one coming your way. We keep um, a camera on it just in case it goes off by itself because, you know, people don't keep. People don't kill people. Guns kill people. Yes, we do. So Everyone knows we, that. we need to make sure in case that gun kills someone that we have it on, on camera. So it's, you have to be 100% positive. Just like sure. everybody knows. Obviously. You'll have that on those big jobs. Yes. Definitely have that you, on those you big would jobs. Definitely have, definitely those, have, have on those big jobs. But yeah, the other yeah. reason you're coming out is because uh, the big hurricane. Hurricane Ian. Ian. Ooh, big scary hurricane coming our way. Big hurricane oh. Ian. Oh. And uh, Joe Biden has some of the best preparation advice for hurricanes have you guys seen uh i mean this is like preparation h type stuff here <laughs> yeah h for hurricanes. hurricanes often strike like florida or the gulf coast or into texas a vital part of preparing for hurricane season is to get vaccinated now 
Everything is more complicated. So I'm not vaccinated in a hurricane or natural disaster hits. So, uh, President of the United States, this is from last year. This is old, but it, it's always still sound yeah. advice. It's still sound to this day. We are Hurricane Ian. So, all of my true. people, make sure that you are vaccinated. I, Go I, this, before you get your water. Hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. I, I have to say, I took his advice. And and I I got vaccinated today before I'm fleeing this hurricane and coming out to you. So you're safe. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. I was so nervous. Thank God. I was so nervous. You know, you know how I got vaccinated today? How? You want to know how? I I went outside in my 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 pillow all season sandals, which are. Fucking you got the John Clayton's? You got the she got the John Clayton's. See. Best sandals ever. Um, they're chunk ladies. Everywhere, all the time. Um, chunk I, I, I went outside in them, and I actually I put them in the shower before I get in the shower because they're filthy by the end of the day. Because I some, give, a, give a Latina woman some some my pillow chunk ladies, and she'll throw them at you. She'll, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll get a, you'll get a my pillow chunk ladies in the face and real quick. Filled thirty contractor bags full of compost, natural compost that's. Mm-hmm you know, local in my yard. Um, and I put them around the chicken coop to try and keep the flooding to a minimum. Um, and, uh, and by the time I was done, I was completely covered in compost, which at one point was shit of some type or another. So basically I got vaccinated by nature today. So you can say technically I I was vaccinated. I was vaccinated. I literally took a dirt bath. (laughs) At least I didn't get sprayed with pond water today. How dare you? How dare Anyone you? who supports vaccine mandates, you can suck my big old Portuguese Italian cock. Did you hear that? Yeah. Was it Katie Horbach, she said that, like, basically, if you elect Democrats, that they'll affect climate change and then the hurricanes will stop. Yes. Did she really say that? Yeah, no, she, she, she threatened us. She threatened no. us. No. Is there, is, there, no. is there a way that I can I can play something on here? Because uh, yeah, she, no. we've got the clip. If you can She's send it to me, I, if you can send it to me, I could probably get it's it up so pretty good. quick. If you email it to me, um, I could probably pull it up. So um, yeah, email him the clip real quick, baby. Email me the clip. Email me the because clip. we've got to play this because this is <laughs> fucking wow. Uh, like, I can I can message it to you. To tell you now, man bear pig is very real and he most certainly exists. So no, she zero. she is. Zero. Really, basically threatening the American people with harp. Well, and we know that exists. And uh, would it surprise you at all? No, absolutely not. But it's just so funny because she's almost like, uh, I I know it. It, I know that you know. You know that I know that you know, and you know that I know that you know that you know that I know that. But we all know. Everybody knows. Yes. What you don't know is I don't give a fuck anymore. And now I'm telling you, that's what this is doing. what I'm doing. They've been doing that for a while. hundred yes. percent. They don't care anymore. They're, Balls out. They, but this is this. This also plays into the story that they're not truly in control. They're just reacting right now. They're, they don't give a fuck anymore. Check your email. They Actually, do not, not care. I texted it, but I can do it this way. Hold on. If you can email it to me. Yeah. I can send it to my. I can email. I can email. I can email it to myself now. 
Um, oh, this is Sen- this is uh, Senator Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, that's who it Klobuchar. is. There you go. I, just, I just emailed it to you. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna pull it up. But um, that Sam, bitch is, oh, that bitch is crazy. That bitch is fucking crazy. Um, pretty sure there were no hurricanes in Florida before the Democrat and Republican Party. Never. I, I only remember fleeing from, I don't know, a dozen as a kid. And I don't two weeks a year in Florida. So it's it's only because of climate change. Um, that's, we're going to go to our beach houses in Martha Vineyard. We're going to kick out all the immigrants. Um, we're going to it's like I, I saw a meme. Uh, one of the funniest memes that I ever saw about the Martha's Vineyard. Because that's still the gift that doesn't stop giving. That's such an amazing <laughs> meme factory. Uh, someone took from uh, American History X when when she had the boyfriend, the, the teacher over and pulls the shirt down and goes, you're not welcome mm-hmm. here. And, yeah, and it was it was the it was the immigrants on his chest. And he's like, see, this means you're not welcome. It was a Democratic Party or Martha's Vineyard. Oh, man, it was so fucking funny. So somebody uh one of my buddies just sent me this this meme and it's like a picture of florida right now and all the palm trees are bent over and they're fucking you know the 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 storm is just pounding the coast and the democrats in florida are screaming out what are ian's pronouns (laughs) i thought you were gonna say it's the one because there's the same one but it says uh it says uh, thank thank God DeSantis got all the immigrants out of Florida before Ian came for them. Yeah, they saved their lives. He saved their <laughs> what an amazing lives. human being. Absolutely. Did you not agree with my button? Um so I got I got <laughs> the video. We just did something about climate change for the first time in decades. No way. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. We gotta win in the midterms. We understand that. So we did something about climate, climate change. change, and now we have this hurricane bearing down on us. So you have to vote Democrat in the midterms, or we're going to sick harp on more Republican states. Oh my goodness! We have to save <laughs> Republican states by voting Democrat. We have to. Yes, we have to. We, we have to go and vote Democrat now. <laughs> These people are so sick. They're so sick. And they're so stupid, and at the same time, they're so stupid. They like. People are awake at, at a level that I've never seen before. It's it's absolutely amazing. And they're actually scared of what's going on. I truly believe this at this point. Like, they're not even. Yeah, I'm going to the local school board, man. For, uh, uh, for, for Gregory? For, Greg, for Gregory? Yeah. Oh, man. Yes, Savage. I love it, dude. Um, every commercial on YouTube, every video I watch is for. Um, What's her name? Yeah, Cheryl, the Democrat in New Jersey. The best part, though, is they now have a new video that makes her sound like super tough, tough on crime, <laughs> fighting drugs at the source, at the border, bipartisan, working with the public, and they throw her on a quad. She's like down at the border, flying her dad's ass. She was a pilot. But it's crazy. Like, they're trying so to make I gotta- it. Appealing now because they know everyone's. I got I got a text message from someone who works from her from her campaign, asking if I was going to give her her support, and uh, the question 
I didn't. Oh, I, I sure. wanted. I wanted to drag her along and like have a conversation with her, thinking I'm actually interested, in, and then just absolutely destroy her. Yeah. So I asked a very simple question. I said, "Oh, what is? What are things that she's running on?" No, no answer. Crickets. No response. They didn't tell mm-hmm. me fucking shit. I put a question mark. A couple days later, nothing. They wouldn't respond. They wouldn't even give me an answer of what she's running on. I and mean, it could be a bot. It's very possible. They told you exactly what they told you exactly nothing, what she's running nothing. on. Nothing. Absolutely yeah. fucking yeah, exactly. Nothing. It's a disaster. So there <laughs> speaking of speaking it's fucking speaking of their telling what'd you say? Show must that commercial. It's fucking hysterical. I have to find it. But speaking of them telling us exactly what they're doing, uh, our our president, Joey Bagadonitz, is also telling us exactly what he's doing. Uh, Have you guys seen this? This is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Just say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. Oh, you're 12. How old are you? 12. He's just so fucking creepy. Look at him. Disgusting. If you're not watching this right now. Yeah, you're 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 listening to audio. He's sniffing all these kids and groping them inappropriately. That's his daughter's uh, diary. Like these pictures are all on Hunter Biden's laptop. These are all disgusting, disgusting things, and he's literally telling us. Okay. Why is he grabbing the kid's mouth? He literally has his hand around the kid's. Pedophilia. It starts, as most bad ideas do, in the minds of university professors. We saw it earlier this year when an old Dominion University professor advocated to rebrand pedophiles as minor attracted people. You know, to remove. Hang the them in the streets. Uh, a lot of people, when they hear the term pedophile. Um, we assume that it means a sex offender, uh, and that isn't true, and it leads to a lot of misconceptions about the actions Uh, no. Kids, pedophilia, lighten up. What are you, a hater? Like, this is absolute drag queen, drag queens walking around half naked with kids. This is absolutely These are not disgusting. people who want to leave you alone or your kids alone. These are weirdos getting creepy with other people's children. That's exactly what it is. Say it. Say it. That's what it is. That's a that is video. fucking disgusting. disgusting. Well. That is um, absolutely fucking putrid. It's disgusting. And this is but but the crazy thing is this is what's happening in real fucking life the fact that we have even have to cover this and talk about it is the wildest thing in the world to me like if you literally told yourself even five years ago 
forget about 10, 15, 20 years ago, that there's going to be a point in time where this kind of stuff is going to be normal and literally jammed down our fucking throats. Like it's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And we need to make a stand, speak up about it and stop this. It's, it's, it's terrible. And people need to be held accountable for what they're doing to these children. Joey bag of donuts is literally telling us he's like, I was 30 and she was 12. (laughs) You're a sick fucking pedophile. You're disgusting. Your brother had an Island just down the road from uh, Mr. Jeffrey Epstein, just down the road, literally a a skip, a stone skips away. Stone's throw. Yeah, just a stone's throw. Stone's throw away. James Biden. I'm sure I'm I'm sure James never or, or Joe never visited that island and maybe took a submarine with Giz, old Gislaine. A good what, old submarine. What, no one sees him crossing from island to island. He's just like Boop, I'm underneath. What are you what are you whoa, whoa, whoa. what are you talking about? Joey Bagadonas is the guy that brought Barack Obama to Epstein's Island. I'm sure he was. All right. So Joey Bag of Donuts, who had been down to Epstein Island on several other occasions. I'm sure he was. Prior to I'm sure he Barack was. Hussein Obama's. Uh, Barry Satoro? Oh, Barry Satoro. Barry Satoro. Okay. Just checking. Big Mike's <laughs> husband. Big Mike. Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike. Big Mike. I think that he, he could that up as 10 side for his mind. Oh, there's plenty of space, too. Fuck it. Put him in the servants' quarters and put him to work. Well, there's plenty of time. Kayak. Why don't we just ship? You know, James, you know what DeSantis should do? He should ship the, the, the kids to James James Biden's island. He should just send them over there. And be like, hey, we're sending them over to your island, guys. See what happens. But no, that's actually a terrible idea because those kids will be in, in tremendous danger. That's not a good idea. No, I was about to say. <laughs> that's a terrible that's idea. Really that's a dumb idumb idea. idea. That's, really that's a tremendous idea. idea. I take that back. But. You know where my 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 thought was to, <laughs> you know, we had a uh, we had Did a conversation know? about this. Me and Justin, uh, he uh, fucking we we talked about this at great length when we were going to run against uh, old Donald Trump, but we were going to d- challenge Donald Trump to make that island disappear. Nuke it? Yeah, like fucking do everything up until you know Moab it over and over again. Just nuke the whole thing. Well. I don't nuke it because you run the risk here's, of fucking up other islands. Here's the here's here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Uh, make sure you have everything documented first. Everything is all the evidence is is tucked away uh, because I think at some point we're obviously not going to be able to see everything because it's crimes against children. That's that you can't show people that stuff. But we need to see things. Uh, oh yeah, you make sure all of that yes, stuff is yes, properly yes, done, yes. and then, and then all, do all of the evidence is removed, and then you nuke the motherfucker. Leon, uh, I showed it on the show this morning. Build tunnels with cement. That's what he's he spent. That's 10, what he claimed 10, that he ten did. million dollars to fill it with cement. But if he did, that's great because it locked in all the evidence too. Yeah, you could just dig that shit right yeah, out, and you can, you can chip it away. Um, but he, even if he did, it just shows that there's all these tunnels and underground shit going on. Why the fuck did he spend all this money to to hide it? Like, what did you do? What did you hide? Especially now that he's supposedly dead. Like, let's find the fuck out. Um, you, 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 it's really funny you bring that up because there's um, 
on the island we used to live on, there's a old hotel. It was built by uh, none other than Al Capone oh, back wow. in the 20s. And uh, supposedly he had a bunch of during prohibition, they were taking whiskey in and out of there. And uh, they had a bunch of tunnels that went out to the marsh and into the water and they would load whiskey into boats that would come up, take it and go off. Long story short, they said that according to Al Capone and after the federal government raided it and found all this shit, um, they said that they filled all these tunnels. Well, we have uncovered in the recent years of when I was a firefighter out there, we've uncovered, no, they didn't fucking fill in shit. There are still tunnels and the tunnels are still filled with shit. And we see it floating in the water, like pieces of barrels and shit. I was like, holy yeah. fucking shit. That's wild. Yeah. I'm not surprised, but I mean, same thing with the Playboy Mansion. They said they 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 filled in the tunnels that were in there, um, which I think is a, a similar to an Epstein Island situation. Um, they didn't fill in the tunnels. They built a wall, put a hidden door in them, and they still use them. They just say they're filled in. Of they, course. They built a wall that that looks like rock or concrete or whatever they claim to have filled it with. And it's it's a facade. It's a, it's an absolute it's a full gaze. It's like everything else. It's uh, a full they, gaze. they lie about everything that they tell us. They never Absolutely. tell the truth. It's about all it. it's 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 all fake and gay. And uh the media right now is having a full-blown panic attack about Q and about yes, uh, Donald Donald Trump's uh love for Q now cuz they're, they're freaking out. So, did you see? Did you see what Jimmy Kimmel said? This cuck. The venue is only about two thirds full, but those who did show oh, up, two thirds full, all sure. these people are sure. reacting to what sounds like a QAnon song. Trump's people played at the rally. They're holding a single finger up. That means one, which is uh, their average no, it Q, I think. But it's also. <laughs> It's part of the lyrics. To, there's a QAnon theme song. And oh, it's a theme song now. The song. It would seem that Trump has now fully embraced the lunacy because they're, these are the only people who believe there's a conspiracy against him. Things are getting very crazy out there. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was only two um, thirds Yeah, only two-thirds full. <laughs> two th like, it's hilarious. They don't, and they know. did you see the shot that they used to if I never like, 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 no. like look, look at this shot. Oh, it's only two thirds full. Like it's they, such a close you see the whole stadium. Like that place was packed. Yeah. Look, but look at this. Look at this. It's just a, such a small That's more stadium. people than at every single one of his events combined. Combined, just in this yeah. zoomed in shot, and it's only two thirds full. Only two thirds full is what he says. I'm sure. But He's he's he he goes. It means one. No, it doesn't. Uh, the song that's being. Why don't you talk about what it actually means? You fucking idiot. It means where we go, one we go he all. No, I say. I oh, I know he doesn't know. Or he no. He he probably does know. He probably does know, and he's just not gonna tell you because this is just like just like they're only showing a small clip of the crowd and they're not showing the full crowd. They're they're not telling you the full truth. They'll never tell you the name of the song. They call it a QAnon theme song. They it's it's called Where We Go One We Go All. That's the yeah. song's name. Why don't you mention that? Because they want to cause divide. What does Where We Go One We Go All mean? It means united. We need to work together. It's like, like wow. holy shit! It goes against everything. Is that what it means? Yeah, it goes sure? against everything against. When you say Where We Go One We Go All, I say Don't Everyone Jump. 
Okay. But like at the same at the same at the same at the, at the same at the same time, we're still we're still depends on it. It's your choice as to how depends you on your, for it that. depends on your perspective. Where we go when we go all yes, um yeah. as patriots we, we need to unite, but that's not that's not all of us, right? Where we go where we go one go all that's that's very communist that's you're totally missing you're totally missing the point you're totally you have a totally wrong perspective because at the end of the day we're we're not just fighting for our our freedom we're not just fighting for uh our rights and, and our constitution and our republic we're fighting for those who don't even realize that we're fighting for them so like where we go if we do our job where we go, everybody else will go with us. If we continue that fight, we're fighting for them regardless. It doesn't well, matter. All those jabbed, they're not coming with us. Not everybody, but, uh, you know, who knows? You're still fighting for them. Like taking on the catchphrase where we go, one, we go all right. But you're still fighting for those people. You're still fighting for those people and you're still, uh, doing all of this work because there's people that I truly love that got vaccinated and it breaks my heart every single day. But at the end of the day, I'm still fighting for them. And I pray every day that we're going to get things like frequency healing or, uh, you know, what Donald Trump talks about the AIDS, the AIDS cure that he talks about at every single rally, uh, knowing that the jab and the virus is loaded with AIDS. Maybe that has something to do with it. Um, there's, there's, uh, uh, that's the only thing that I can pray and hope for because uh, I'm still fighting for those people, even though they don't believe in what I'm fighting for. Um, if we are, we, if it does turn out to be right, they're going to come to me and ask me questions and I'm going to try to guide them through everything that's going on. And hopefully this time that they'll listen, um, you know, there's going to be, if, if we're truly correct of what's going to happen, which I truly believe with every fiber of my body that, uh, we're going to win this war. We're going to come out victorious. And I truly believe there's going to be a golden age in our lifetime. It's going to take some time, um, but we're going to, it's, it's going to be a, a glorious victory. And many people are going to realize that they were wrong and there's going to be no denying it. And this is why when I, when we talked about nuking Epstein Island, we need to have evidence to show people because people are going to need to see certain things. And some people are going to be lost forever for sure. But there's going to be people there's people that's happening every day at a record numbers because of what's going on right now. And the more and more evidence and the more and more things that come out, more and more people are going to wake up. The more more and more things that happen to this country uh, because of these policies and the regime that currently is in in place. um, It's waking up people way faster than any of us could because it's directly affecting people. Um, And that's going to continue to happen. So now people are more open and receptive to the evidence that's coming out, like anything that comes out from Hunter Biden, anything that comes out from uh, any of these uh, investigations, the Weiser investigation, the uh, the Durham investigation, um, you know, there's there's a lot of things still going on, uh, and who knows? I mean, we have October to look forward to. I think Twitter's in big trouble. I think uh, that's going to open up a lot of. Oh, there's a little doggo. He's not little in any stretch of the imagination. He's, he's, he is a up. he's just standing up. He's a puppy. He's only half grown. He's a massive doggo. He's a massive <laughs> doggo. But I, it's much easier to see the negative, especially 
if you're fairly new to this and many people are, I've realized this, this is something that was uh, tough to remember sometimes that a lot of people woke up fairly recently, whether it was 2020, uh, the events in 2020, whether it was Donald Trump getting elected and his, the current, the things that were going on during his election, it wasn't like many of these people were going down rabbit holes for many, many years and went through many dark years where you knew everything was controlled by these evil fucks. And it didn't feel like we had any hope. It didn't feel like we had anything that we could do. Um, cause I've been there and the things that are happening right now, if they were truly in control, if they truly had control, they would not be doing the things that they are doing. Everything is now a reaction to cover up what they've been doing. Just like the Mar-a-Lago raid. We know that they truly don't care about human life and they'll, destroy billions of dollars worth of equipment and buildings uh, at the drop of a hat just to push an agenda and go to wars. And uh, they're using video game footage to say that the ghost of Kiev is real. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. If they were truly in control, that would never happen. What is it, over over a billion dollars a month right now we're sending to Ukraine? That's what I'm saying. But they would, and this, why haven't we sent the military? If we were truly in control, all these warmongering Dan Crenshaw pieces of shit would be sending people out and letting people die. Not to say that there aren't people there, but like real military troops, like getting ready for war, banging the drums to support Ukraine, NATO. No one in NATO is sending anybody. It's not like uh, they're they're getting ready for war. They're putting out all these fake stories. Uh, They're scaring us. A true scare event of World War III with nuclear threats and nuclear, nuclear bombs with Putin now that just came out the other day um you know they're talking about civil war constantly and exactly and they're constantly pushing the civil war narrative which anybody who's buying into that and saying that and pushing for violence immediately run away from them that's not what we believe in uh that's a complete absolute last resort and we're we're not not there there we are far from there yet there's still a lot of fight left there's still a lot of fight left is a true information war it's a spiritual war and I think me personally, looking from a 40,000 foot view at the whole entire story, it looks like we're winning. It really, truly does. I've never seen the deep state, the establishment act and react the way that they are. Um, they're, they're in full blown panic. Mode. Like, look at, look at what they're saying. Well, November is major. November is major. And I think, you know, I was just talking about the press. Yes. Right yes. I, I wanted, wanted to talk to about this. Touch on that. And I was thinking, listen to this quote that for me, the precipice way is this November and elections. It's, it's and very possible. I feel like if we don't get over Donald Trump, what he's saying now, he said it at his last rally. And he said uh, in this interview, he said, we need to swamp him. We need to swamp him. It's so funny. And that's exactly like, like the frogs coming out of the swamp. We need to swamp him and look at Dan Scavino is posting all of these frog memes, constant frog memes from Dan Scavino. Like Dan Scavino is over here. Look at this. Dan Scavino is posting this. <laughs> He's posting this. You know how when you buy a bag of salad and it gets all brown and soggy? Well, cookies don't do that with Kermit the Frog. Look at all these fucking frog memes that he's putting out. Dan Scavino. And Donald Trump is constantly saying swamp them. Where do the frogs come from? The swamp. I, I love how he does it where it's Kermit. So it's oh, but yeah, because really the, the Pepe. Pepe is. But Anons yeah. know. We know what he's saying. Frog. These are direct comms. We lost Vila. Yeah. We lost Vila and Texter. What happened? Oh, back out and reload back in. Hit the same link. Hit the same link that you were on. Um, But. 
these are these are comms to us 100 he knows he knows that we're watching his instagram he knows very well that what he's doing by posting these frog memes he knows exactly what he's doing they're taunting us like like i said you're not you're not using the song where we go one we go all like on a whim it's not like you're like just going on the explore page of spotify and you're just like oh this song sounds really cool Boom. This oh, sounds no. really good. Boom. And not have any idea that there's a giant movement that directly correlates with what you're doing uh, and putting that out there. There's no fucking way. And it's called where we go when we go all. And they're, they're doing a direct nod to us. This is, this is communicating to us because it sucks right now for so many people. And think of how many people became doomers that once believed that there was a truly a plan. The plan truly, it, it involves us. Yeah. We the people. It needed us yeah. for this plan to, 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 to actually take effect. There needs to be lasting change. People need to be aware of how corrupt and how evil these evil fucks are. And they're finally, finally seeing it. Like I find joy in doomers. I do. I used to be like, these people are fucking or, uh, annoying. Doomers be gone. But I find joy because at the end of the day, these doomers, they see the corruption. They see that it's real. They see that it's happening. So when if, if anything happens where we are correct and these, do, these people do face justice, they're not going to riot in the streets and go nuts and be like, oh, dictator this, military coup that, and get slaughtered by the military like in Myanmar. They're going to understand, like, finally, and they're going to hop on the bandwagon. Like, I knew something was going to happen the whole time. I was, I was right. I was, I was saying it all the whole time. She's in the green room. She's, in, she's, she's got to just, there she is. There we go. There we go. Um, I might've hit the wrong button before. That's probably what I did. Um, I'm an idiot. Um, so. <laughs> Doing a live show, ladies and gentlemen. The only I'm a one man band. Um, deal with it. So he's he's directly taunting us with all of these actions, and these are comms to let us know that hey, there's still something going on. There's still things going on behind the scenes, and the media is having a full blown panic attack, a absolute meltdown. Look look, look at what they're saying. So a lot of folks, when they hear about this, when I say, well, the, the theory is that there were the children held in the basement. And if you got through the restaurant, you would find the theory is the cannibals are there. Or, or again, I don't want to pick out any particular person. But again, saying this is not true. It's a Tom Hanks is a secret cannibal is one of the. OK. When people say to you, well, well, certainly it's not like millions of people believe this. They don't really believe this, do they? What is your answer based on your reporting? I mean, look, I, they do believe it. And it, 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 often I can kind of sound like a conspiracy theorist myself when I'm insisting that this is a real issue. Um, but we look at polls, you know, on the lower end, they say three to five percent of people poll, which is still millions and millions of Americans. Mm -hmm. On the higher end, we're in the 10, maybe 17, 20 percent. Oh, good number. Um, you know, believe at least some aspect of this satanic pedophile cabal thing. Um, and, you know, one thing I really want to flag here is this aspect of the storm. And, you know, as David mentioned, there's really this fascist utopia dream at the center of QAnon. They think this storm is going to happen. And that's when Trump's going to execute all his enemies. He's going to send people to Guantanamo Bay. So when Trump is posting something that says, I am the storm or the storm is coming, you should imagine that you can read that as saying, like, I'm going to execute Tom Hanks. I'm going to I'm going to kill really? Democrats really? and send Barack Obama to Guantanamo Bay. 
this is the kind of just kooky stuff we're dealing with. And I think people often sort of reflexively want to dismiss it and act like it's not a real issue. But look, we saw on January 6th, Ashley Babbitt thought she was there for the storm. I talked to plenty of people who thought that was the moment. And really, it's not going away. And Trump's making sure of that. Yeah, as you mentioned, your reporting showed this and David's warnings show this. Those ideas in people's heads turn into actions. And the quantum of that is very important and dangerous because if X million believe it and then X percent act on it, that's when you get towards what is a, a actual crime spree, a crime related execution of these ideas. And they're only being mainlined and embraced more. These guys are just stirring the pot. They're laying the narrative for people to start getting violent in the streets so they could blame it on QAnon. They've been doing this for a while, saying civil war this, civil war that. They're they're literally taking. So let's let let's let's keep it one hundred. Not once has Q ever mentioned anything about them being cannibals. Well, I mean, clearly Donald Trump. Uh... Indicating he's the storm means that he's going yeah, to execute. That's, that's what it means. I mean, he, po- it's, it's he posted the meme thing. of him uh, with the Q pin saying the storm is here. And then he tweets out, I am the storm. I fucking love it. He's an absolute savage. But I guess that means executing. <laughs> Guys, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yet. I, didn't get the me- I didn't get the QAnon memo. Did someone, did, can, can someone start forwarding me the QAnon memo as to what we're supposed to believe now in today's, what the news says we're supposed to believe? Because the news says that's what we believe. The, like, I just did. I, I just forwarded you the QAnon memo of what the news says we're supposed to believe. It's oh, in, thank you. It's in thank your- you. Media Matters probably listens to the show because not only was our good friend Justin written up by Media Matters to get removed from Twitch, uh, and Apple, but uh, we the people radio is right right there with him as a QAnon show. Yep. David Ross said he wants to stick his face in your beard. Ed Buck, Ed Buck, Ed, Ed, and just Ed, Bu- Ed Buck probably uh, wants to be involved too in jail for murdering people. Definitely, he's uh, involved huh? with media matters as well. Or he was, or what? Yeah. Here's the thing, though. You know that the biggest complaint that people have about the Q movement is that it was designed to make us sit back and wait, right? I'm not Which saying that's true. I'm saying that's that's people's biggest complaint. Um, people that, that believe in Q, but are got frustrated when he stopped posting and then only posted one more time. It's like a tease. Um, and, uh, you know, they're like, what, we're just supposed to sit and wait, like get out the popcorn. I'm, I'm tired of popcorn. No, no. Some people use cues as an excuse to sit back and do things. I agree. I agree with you on but, that. However, but the, people, the news media, the news yeah. media, though, they don't they don't see that they are they're They're spinning their own narrative. They're taking what they would do on the left what their people do because they only know how to read off their own playbook. They, they've never read the Q post. They no, don't, they, they, don't they, they def- no, they read them. They don't want to show them for a reason. Hmm. They've definitely read them. They know, they know exactly what's on. And one lowly someone somewhere read them and gave a, a cliff notes to the, the big guys, you know, they don't read their own shit. They don't do their own research. Uh, I, I think they're they're aware of what it actually is, and that there are, there are there is 
people working to remove them. This is what Donald Trump, like he's been the entire time. He's been the giant, the giant thorn in their side the entire time, but it's been a giant, like almost deprogramming for everybody. It, it taught everybody. It, it activated so many people. It taught people how to disseminate information and read through the media's lies and look at information and think for themselves. This is what the purpose of the cryptic information was. And it shined light for so many people uh, on how to speak out and talk about these things for the first time ever. And it united so many people in that way, because before this, I've been doing this for years since 2004. I've been going down rabbit holes. Everybody tells me I'm crazy. And then all of a sudden now it's the cool thing. It's the cool thing to be the conspiracy theorist. Like everybody's sitting here. They're like, yeah, I've been red pilled forever. I'm like, oh, nice, nice. Fucking where were you when fucking 15 years ago? And James, there's no fucking pedophile island. They're not. There's not elite pedophiles shipping kids all over the world. This doesn't exist. Like, no, they're fucking, this is what they're doing. They're dealing kids like Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton's friends with the guy. Like, James, no, this is not real. And now it's the cool thing to fucking do. Um, and it activated so many people. It woke so many people up and, and, and taught them how to research information for themselves. And it deprogrammed so many people. Now, because there's so many anons that are now sharing this information far and wide in this information war, we are now fighting a multi-trillion dollar industry with literal memes. And winning. Like, and winning. That's what I'm saying. Because of this movement, because of this movement that's going on. And now Donald Trump is literally taunting us. He's like, hey, we're still fucking here, guys. Like, we're still fighting this war. Because guess what? Now we're more activated than ever. People are showing up to school board meetings. They're showing up to town hall meetings. They're getting involved in their local governments. They're running for Congress. They're running for Senate. They're they're becoming poll watchers. And, and we're seeing the numbers. Republicans are known not to show up for primaries. And establishment royalty, Liz Cheney, got a dominated in Wyoming. Absolutely destroyed. It yeah, like way to take her money yeah it was amazing and 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 that just shows that we're no longer gonna just let kick the can down the road and let this shit fly by night and not get get involved we're sick and tired of this bullshit the american people see the direct impact of the policies that were implemented by one administration and the other and it's even if you if, if people are able to take even further step back and really look about how how bad things were when the barry satoro administration was in there and then how good it got during Donald Trump and how quickly it went back to how bad it was when Barry was in office. Like it was the same exact thing. Why was one man able to do it? One administration able to do it? It makes absolutely no sense. And millions and millions and millions of people are seeing it and it's directly affecting them every single day. So all of these things that are happening, the people are awoken. Uh, and so who was talking? Actually, someone was talking, Liz Harrington, was talking. Remember, we were talking about this the other day. We watched the video on your friend Liz. How would you say about Liz Harry? This guy can't even open his fucking eyes. <laughs> what are you, what are you He's so quiet. He's never this quiet. <laughs> you had him muted the whole time. Here's 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 Liz Harrington, Mick. 
all constituents. They are harassing opponents. They are not fixing problems. They're indoctrinating your kids. I mean, people have woken up. And that was a key point that President Trump has been hitting in these rallies lately. They are awakening a sleeping giant. We always called it the silent majority. People are getting more vocal. They're not afraid anymore. They're going to speak their mind. And they have to. I mean, you've seen it with the whistleblowers you've been covering, John, so well, people coming out. They know what's happening to our country. And it's time to be bold, speak up and support the common sense, great American principles that have always made our country great and made us the greatest country on earth. And we cannot let it slip away. That's another thing President Trump has been talking about. We are a nation in decline under this horrific leadership or lack thereof. They're destroying our country. And if we don't turn it around, which we know we can, we will have the greatest American comeback we will ever see. But we all have to work together. We all have to get involved on the local level and the grassroots. And President Trump is certainly doing his part with all these fantastic endorsed candidates. And you're going to see that on display tonight in Wilmington. Yeah. Okay, that crawled up your nose and died. Yeah, uh, Justin's fucking with my lights again. Is he really? Okay. So, Seriously, since since the day he died, every single day, and it never happened before that. Every single day, I at the end of the show, I turn off all the lights, and sometime between twenty minutes and two hours later, he turns the main light back on, and then during the show, it'll change colors. Um, now it just went off. Sometimes. Oh my it yeah. What do you want attention? Um, but she's a hundred percent right. She's a, 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 a sleeping giant has awoken. The American public are finally seeing what's going on. And Donald Trump was just on OAN recently, uh, talking about how we're very close to the precipice. And where the fuck have we heard this before? It's okay. We have to reach the yeah. precipice. Was that not Q that was telling us that we have to reach the precipice? Mm-hmm. And so question two is a simple one. Why? Why do you keep doing it? I mean, you, you heard my intro to you. Here you are. You're you're in uh, what's supposed to be the golden years of your life at 75. You have cash, beautiful wife, great kids, amazing properties around the world. You have all this going for you. You could just say, I'm done with politics, and they'd probably leave you alone and go away. Why don't you just do that? I think it's true. If I didn't uh, do this, we're leading in every poll by a lot, both Republicans by a real lot and we're leading biden and we're leading every democrat but you know the truth is i do it because i love the country our country can be saved but i really believe that if some things don't happen very important things very soon it can no longer be saved you know once it goes over the precipice it's not going to be savable and we're not that far away we had something going so special two years ago we were leading the world in every category every group within our country was leading uh, african-american asian-american women men hispanics Everybody was leading, young people, old people. We were all doing great, and uh, they want to destroy this country. They're looking to destroy the country. And, you know, I say it often, uh, our challenge from within, the danger from within, meaning people in this country, people that are ruining this country, is greater, in my opinion, than outside nations and what they want to do to us. Agree 100%. greater from within. We have heard it from founding fathers and past presidents up to Reagan and before have said it. The only way America will fall is from within. And that's why we need fighters like Donald J. Trump and folks watching this. We need all of you 
or else <clears throat> God help us. Mr. That's President, thank you so great much. Great close. Again. I couldn't agree anymore. Uh, we need us. Um, because sure. if we don't, God help us. We're, we're fucked if they win this war. This is going down a very dark path very quickly. Um, and we're, it's, it's all too truly believe, I believe to get, get us to the precipice. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think people are going to start to be held accountable. I think October is going to be a very big month, a very, very big month. There's a lot going on in the month of October. And then, uh, November follows with, uh, again, another eighth of the month, having another big day on the eighth. You guys saw the president of Japan got shot on the eighth queen died on the eighth. All these are things are happening. We don't know what's going to happen on the 8th of October. Um, and then the 8th of November is the election. And the 8th of November is the election. Exactly. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about what Donald Trump said in that segment, because not only are we close to the precipice, he, he was 100% right. The people within our own country are more of a threat than our foreign nation. And... People are tuning in to watch him, especially right now when Fox won't air him. No, uh, Most of the mainstream media has banned him from coming on their broadcast because he knows that he's just going to drop truth bombs while he's on there to his audience. And they're going to it's going to start getting them to question and get those gears spinning in some way. He's very good at that. Um, Except there's one truth bomb that he hasn't dropped yet. And it's it's the one we've all been waiting for. He can't. I, he can't. Honestly, I wish because Q, Q's last post, besides the, you know, Cassidy Hutchinson one, um, Q's last post was December 8th, 2020. And that was right before the jabs rolled out. Mm-hmm. I really wish if Q were to come back at all and post it all, I wish he would post about the jabs because I think it would force Trump to start talking about them. He can't. He cannot. You That's actions. Right. No, he cannot. He no. He sh- now, no, he cannot. All. now with not all yet. the evidence coming out, if he, he does, he, if he, he does, he out and say if, that they lied to me because if, the CDC came out and said that they lied to them. And I, I, he obviously should have done it before that. I, I understand this. I understand this, but you do not stop an enemy that's destroying themselves. You do not. And if he comes out and says that, that gives them an out. That gives them a scapegoat. That gives them a way to spin the narrative in a way to say, oh, Donald Trump created these. He's evil. He killed everybody. Look at how they reacted with HCQ. I know. I know. But again, 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 this is this is going to backfire like everything else that has that they've tried to do. It has backfired. He cannot come out and say anything bad actions speak very loud you think he's not very close with his two sons eric and don jr he's very close with those kids don jr is out here memeing and making fun of the people that got jabbed all day every day eric trump is out campaigning and doing tours with robert kennedy jr like specifically about jabs specifically about jabs with robert kennedy jr yeah you see how the media reacted about HCQ. You see how the media reacted when he talked about disinfectant and they said he was telling people to inject bleach. That's why when I looked up why we got removed from Twitch after Media Matters wrote that article, it was because we were, we were sp- 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 spreading uh, rumors that 
injecting bleach was a cure for COVID, which we've never said. Um, but that was one of the reasons. And then I'm like, this is fucking two years later. I'm like, you guys are still using this one? Like, you guys are still using this ridiculous statement that you think is is real? And uh, Christy just got home from work. And, uh, but uh, he, so because of those things, he can't come out and say anything negative. He just has, he has to be positive about the jab. Like, look at the people around him. Look at the things that are going on around him. There'll be, there will be the right time for him to come out and speak out about it. It's just not yet. It's just not yet. And he's walking a very fine line because they're already starting to turn the narrative on him. And if he doesn't come out soon, it's going to be too late. I, I I I disagree. You see his rallies. You see the turnout for all of these events. They're massive. They're fucking ginormous. It's. But what advantage does he have yeah. by coming out? Like, what do you think? That a few more people are gonna vote for him if yeah. he comes out. I don't see that working out. That, that's a no win situation. Yeah, it's a no win situation. Him. It's an absolute no win situation. And he had to be the one to put out the jab. He had I to be. Thinking more about saving lives by telling people that the jabs are poison and not to get the boosters. We're in war. Unfortunately, the cost of war is death. It happens. And 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 the re- the reality of the situation is. Donald Trump had to be the man to put out the jab one because they wanted to keep us locked down for, for an extended period of time and completely destroy the economy and have us live off the government. Cause let's be honest, no matter how much we're out here telling people that the China virus is fake and gay, people were terrified. They were so induced with fear and they're very good at it. You have to give credit where credit is due. There, there would, they would never leave the house or or do anything until there was a so-called cure. Okay. They wouldn't, it wouldn't happen. So the economy, there's so much information yes. too that people can access it if they want. But they don't know, but that's besides the point. So he, he also had so not only did he have to put it out to stop their plan of keeping us locked down for an extended period of time, they've desperately been trying to lock us down again. They've been trying very desperately and it's not been working. The American people have woken up to the point where like, nah, <laughs> we're not doing this fucking shit again. Even in Seattle, when they bring mask mandates back now, then it's not working. Some stupid idiots are, are, are wearing it still, but the mandates were not working. Philadelphia, the same thing. Um, people so are not, that's are not important. political so, games or the literal fate of humanity. So, so, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. He also, he also issued the jab under the, EAU, Emergency Use Authorization, which gave us a leg to stand on. Because if Joe Biden and his administration created the jab, which they would have uh, at some point in their administration, whether it was right away or within a couple years uh, to drag it out further to lockdowns, they would have come out with a jab and it would have been FDA approved immediately. And they would have bring in brought in mandates. And we'd have we'd have a lot harder time fighting against the tyranny. God gave us free will. God gave us freedom of choice. And unfortunately, not everybody is smart enough and not everybody can see through what's going on and actually see the playbook that's happening. It's very difficult. We are you know, we are at war. What 100 percent at war. Sometimes you have to do things that you don't necessarily want to do to to get to the end goal. 
And this may be one of those things because he had to be the guy to do it. He it couldn't have been the, the, the bag of donuts administration. We would have had no way to stop a mandate. None. We would have been fucked. It would have made people like us it would have made our lives miserable. We now have a leg to stand on. And guess what? Mandates aren't here. They're walking those things fucking back. It's amazing to see because it didn't work. If it didn't work this time, it's not going to work going forward. There's even the CEO of Moderna is like, we have millions of jabs that we can't even give away. Nobody wants them. We're going to have to throw them out. Yeah, so, they've, got, they've got a workaround for that now. Did you hear about the universal flu shot? Yes, I know. I, I, I did see this. Yes, 100 percent. But 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 here's the thing. Everybody has their own their own free will. And uh, we cannot save everybody. It's just it's really unfortunate. And this is why I, I, if you truly believe that there's people working behind the scenes to save this country, to save this republic, along with the American people, which includes us, because we have to fight in this war with them. And they're going to just remove and replace all these evil people and not and just that's their plan. Like, that's that's a stupid plan, because even if they put in the best people, uncorruptible people, it'll eventually be corrupted. You have to destroy the entire system and build it from scratch on our founding documents. Now, to do something like that, you have to expose all of the corruption and why the system doesn't work, why the FBI, the DOJ, the court system, the Supreme Court, all the financial systems. You have to show them that it doesn't work. It's all corrupt. We have to fix it all. That's the only way you can do destroy it. Then once you destroy it, you're not going to just destroy it to send us into chaos and anarchy. It makes no sense because at that point, if you destroy everything, it's going to be the biggest swing and dick. Whoever can put the best gang together, it's going to be like Mad Max. It's going to be bananas. So you have to have a plan for after the plan. You have to have a re, uh, so, some way to restore humanity and restore faith in a governing body. Because at the end of the day, just like our founding fathers knew, we needed some sort of governing body. To do this, I don't believe Nassar and Jassar is real. I do not believe in that by any stretch of the means. I think that's a, a nonsense conspiracy. But I do believe in aspects of Nassar and Jassar. Yeah. Like, like free tech, like te technology and patents that we do not have. We, we know, I was telling Mix this the other day, we know for a fact, we can prove it, that free energy exists. Nikola yep. Tesla discovered it. Yep. Free energy would change the world. It would change humanity forever. It wouldn't just be your personal items, your personal gas, your electric and your house bills. It wouldn't be just that. It'd be a trickle down effect because everything comes from energy. All of our costs, transport, farming, agriculture, it all comes from energy costs. If you don't have to pay for that anymore, everything's going to be pennies in the dollar. Now we can do the things that we truly love to do. We're no longer stuck in the rat race. We can, we can be creative. Think about all the brilliant minds that aren't business savvy. They don't know how to make money. They're just smart as fuck, like book smart, but they, they have to put food on their family's table. So they can't do the thing that they truly love to do because they got to work a nine to five and be stuck in the rat race to pay the fucking bills, to pay off that $100,000 student loan that they got. But if now if too many people die in the war, we won't have the opportunity to do the things that we want because we will be I, I agree. too hard I, to survive. I agree, but we also know frequency healing exists. We do know that this exists. Yeah, but it doesn't bring people back from the dead. No, no, but I, I, like I said, like I said, there are casualties in war. Half real, and the information yes. is there. I feel bad for these people, and you've you. You do what you can along the way, and you're sure you have. I know we all have. 
And but in the it, end, and we choice. are in a war. No, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. This is an information war, and the information is there for you to make that decision. And we have free will to make that choice. And unfortunately, some people made the wrong choice. And hopefully, we can win the war before every every all the people that took the jab died. Because I don't think it's as many as they tell us, but a lot of people took it. Yeah, a lot of people definitely took it. I know, I know people in my life that took it, and I'm, I pray every day that they can make it till you know the if there is some sort of frequency healing or cure that comes out after the fact because i have a hard time believing if i if if there's really a plan to restore this republic that there's not a there's not a plan after that plan to restore humanity as well because it'll cause chaos if you just destroy everything and start from scratch because everything has, they control everything. They literally control everything. The only way you can stop that is by destroying the whole, inf- like li- literally, where, where is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got it right here. Ready? I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. It's got to be built. It's the only fucking way you cannot, you cannot remove and replace. You cannot keep the system that, that's currently here. It has to be it has to be done. And the only way to do it is expose it all to the American public in a way that's undeniable. What which the fact that we talk about some of the things that we talk about, it is some of the most undeniable shit I have ever seen in my entire life. That it what and there is zero denying. And when I say to Nick, our other co-host is not here today, our ugly co-host, um <laughs> he every day more people thousands if not thousands of people if not tens of thousands of people are, are are newly awoken every single day every single day because of the things that are happening and it's amazing to see and some people realize that they made the wrong decision that they, there's people out here apologizing for for tormenting the people that wouldn't take the jab it's amazing to see because it's it's undeniable like look at what's happening look at what's happening to these poor people if you're not watching this, there's just people passing out on air, like collapsing. This is not normal. Ribeirão Vermelho. Sabe por quê? Que não há quase gente, então, por mais que não tenham turno, vão a poder ser. Não, já volvemos em um ratito. Perdão, Cláudio. Perdão, Cláudio. Perdão, Cláudio. Cerrame. O que passou? O que passou? Não. Sai da street. None of that is normal. Or the comedian, the comedian who's literally mocking. How she's like, yeah, I got the jab, I got the flu shot, and I still get my period. And then all of a sudden she collapses and literally cracks her skull open. Yeah, Jesus loves me the most. And then she went down like a A ton of bricks. Yeah. By the way, she died. No, she didn't. Yeah. The comedian? Yeah, yeah, she died. No, she talked about it. She died like a week later. No, she's still alive. She's alive. She talks about it. Yeah, she talks about it. No, I thought we found out she died. No. Uh, No. No, that was a different one. Us that she she died. No, that was a different one. There's so many, but no, she's still alive, as far as I know. Um, that's that's really weird, but uh, yeah, I this is not normal. This is not something that happens. Uh, with, and the only variable that's there is the jab. That's the only thing that 
ads if, into I, this one. if I hear one more person say that correlation doesn't equal causation, I, I, I may very, it's a good thing Mick has my gun right now. Cause I may very well shoot them. They're fucking retarded. Like what? Cause you can't what? have this much correlation and have it not equal causation. I'm sorry. There's no other, there, there's no other common factor in any of them and but now it's really coming out because now now kids are starting to die and they can't hide that anymore they're having commercials for kids with myocarditis yeah and you know that 50 percent of people with myocarditis survive five years that's it brought to you by pfizer this show is brought to you by pfizer Mm. we've been sponsored by them They've, they've done a few sponsorships on this show it's no, but it's it's you know, so- the first time. I'm sorry, but the first time I met Justin at, at in Dallas, and uh, and I sat down to do an interview with him, and he was like, "I, I, I just want to let you know." In that you know super serious like expression voice, he was like, uh-huh. "We are sponsored by Pfizer and Moderna, so you cannot say anything bad about them or anything bad about the government. The government is your friend. <laughs> They're here to take care of you." <laughs> It's he's hysterical. I fucking miss him so much. I got me too. Um, but uh, these these people are so sick that they're literally broadcasting to the world like, "Hey, kids that get myocarditis, which is not a normal thing, like not something that you would normally see or hear of." They're just like having these commercials of kids running in parks and they're like talking about myocarditis as they're running around in the park. Like if your kid gets it and heart, has heart problems, take this medication. And now they're going to profit off the myocarditis off these kids. Now these kids are probably going to be stuck on this medication for the rest of their lives, which probably won't be full. No. And for those of you that have been, you know, fully brainwashed or gaslit and don't have your own kids and think that it is normal that, no, this has been going on forever. You just didn't hear about it. As a parent, I can tell you that that's absolutely incorrect because we have two children and they are 15 and 10. And uh, I'm I'm a crazy researcher with what Mick went through with all of his injuries, his brain surgery. And they kept telling us it was genetic, even though I knew that was fucking bullshit, too. So I did as much research as I could to prove that they were wrong. And so when we had kids, I did the same amount of research to find out everything that could possibly go wrong with them. And myocarditis was not among them. I didn't even know how to pronounce it. When we did our first COVID special with Janet, which is like our third episode and got us kicked off Spotify, um, that would be deplorable Janet from Deplorable Nation. We love Janet. She's amazing. Um, But I was, you know, stumbling over the names of these things and she had to teach me the pronunciation. And now it just rolls off all of our tongues because they have integrated it into our society and normalized it to such a point that they have literally brainwashed people into thinking that it is normal for your 12 year old or your six year old to have an enlarged heart. That is not normal. No. Any situation ever. Not, not at all. It's not normal, and it's really unfortunate. I'm glad you brought something up, though, because you're talking about how you're doing research because of of mixed injuries and things that he went through. And I want to segue into this perfect, perfect segue. Because I said at the beginning of the show, I I did want to talk about this because Sirius CBD is truly the best CBD in the world, um, and it is still for sale at Sirius-CBD.com. And I I, I say that me and Marley Dog take it every single day, and – you know, I don't have any crazy testimonials. It, you know, it's been helping Marley with her her uh, Alzheimer's issues. 
but Mick has a really crazy story uh, about serious CBD and how much it's helped him. So I know you've been super quiet back there because I got him too fucking stoned. You really but, uh, no, you- <laughs> I want to give you the floor and I want to hear your testimonial about serious CBD and uh, how much it's changed your life. Cause that's can, what it's done. Can we actually go backwards first? Yeah, shoot. Okay. Go for it. Cause there was a whole lot there that was said about Q about Donald Trump. Oh, now Mick wants to join. <laughs> now he wants to join the conversation. Oh, why didn't you jump in before? We were talking about it. Why didn't you jump in before? Because uh, unlike a lot of other people, a lot of people like to jump real quick off the cuff and just think, because. It, it it's crazy because I I always love the interruptions, which is why I just had to interrupt him. I, I I love to think about this stuff and I love to look at this stuff, but I love to hear everybody else's reactions first to see if there's any validity in my own or if the validity that I think I already have I can present in a way that you all would be like, oh fuck yeah, he's right. Look at that, but. I, I just first wanted to say my Padawan learner, you've been, you're knighted now. You are now a full-blown Jedi. Welcome. I appreciate you, Welcome. my friend. Um, because uh, he, you said it the best. I mean, you really did. I mean, everything that we discussed, it was really hysterical because you went and took everything we talked about and made it one and then spit it out. And I was, okay, I can't do that. So you just did it. Well done. I, again, I got um, him too high. Uh, another aspect of that conversation and something that we talked about about q and about donald trump um we're all pretty much sure that donald trump is not q yes we do believe that donald trump is q plus yes however he is not q no um and one of the other things that we have noticed as time has gone on because we've now been able to disprove that dan scavino is q we've yes. also been able to disprove well, that josh patel is q but here's the thing though here's the thing you have to remember that we were told it's less than 10 Three military, non, uh, three non-military, the rest military that know the full scope, and we know how everything's compartmentalized. So, out of those set, those nine people, because it's less than ten, uh, it's probably only a few of them that are actually using typing on the boards. Um, Dan Scavino may be on that team because I feel like he's he's got to communicate the Twitter deltas and the things that are going on and. It's just too fucking too many. There's way too fucking many. Um, but continue. E- either way, it, it, whatever you believe, it, mm-hmm. it's immaterial. The point of Q, first of all, was to do what? To get us to ask questions. Mm-hmm. There's other there's things in that that we all have to understand. First of all, the timeline hasn't started yet. Mm-mm. We're still waiting on the timeline. What do the deltas prove to us? They show us a way in the timeline. We haven't figured out exactly where in the timeline it starts, but we know there's a way within the timeline to read the timeline. And everybody's estimated and guessed, well, if you take this post here and you drop all of these posts and in most actions, it's actually really true. If you take out the bullshit posts and you leave in just the normal posts that don't talk the same way, you actually see a story built. And then you build from that story and you can actually put together another timeline. So there's a lot of people out there fishing within the timelines. Yes. And they're very, there's a lot of people that never read 
the actual post and they're very good at keyword searching and delta searching correct which is um, gayer than AIDS yes, and nobody likes yes, that yes. so don't be that person read which, the which is not which is 90 percent of people that claim to be q people which is hilarious so but if you look at that and you look at that type of education that full frontal if you will assault to the bottom flesh pan of every person's brain we have begun to have people to you know everybody started asking questions which mm -hmm. is fantabulous it's what we need however we have to be as serious about asking questions on both sides we cannot just ask questions of the left and not well, ask mm -hmm. the same questions of the right 1000 percent. um and we have to understand that those questions that we're asking we're start asking the tough questions i mean honestly i think the right i needs do to be not asked believe harder. i do not believe that donald trump is the answer to all of our no all of our no, problems we the, we the people are the answer we the people are the answer it's the only thing that they're afraid of is us we the people an activated populace like that's what's happening we are we it, a sleeping giant has awoken donald trump can be the the, the vehicle the vessel to get us to what we want, but it's up to us at the end of the day, we the people for this lasting change. Uh, I, Aunt, you actually sent me a video earlier, Jim Jordan talking about it, and we 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 give Jim Jordan we give Jim Jordan, we give him a lot of hard hard time on this show because it's again all lip service, no action. There's nothing being done, and I'm giving him until you know if if we do take the 2022 and and nothing's being done um it, enough is enough he'll be ousted too he, he, yeah he needs to be um he needs to be but he says all the right things but it's been a lot of talk and the, what he said here is 100 percent right never forget that the left may control everything it seems like the you know left controls big tech the left controls big media the left controls big corporations it's not the just left the left controls it's the right uh, big sports the left controls hollywood the left controls higher education they control the white house they control the house they control the senate right now but the left doesn't control we the people amen he they don't they don't Control us. Mm -hmm. There's there's so many of us that they cannot control. They've spent trillions and trillions of dollars to do exactly that in psych social engineering program, psychological operations. Trillions of dollars were spent to get us to fall for this indoctrination, to fall for this propaganda, and we are blessed enough to see through it. And so so, but moreover, my point yes. is that. I think that, yes, we're awake now. Okay, great. You know, one of the things my grandfather always used to tell me is, okay, you got it now. What are you going to do? So I think that bodes the question for the rest of us. Okay, now we've got it. What are we going to do? What are you going to do now that you're awake and you know this? Now, it's not just about who is put in front of you that is going to run for office. Now it's about everything. Mm -hmm. You have to question everything. Yes. Like you just went through this cycle of questioning everything. You have to continue to apply these principles. We are not the people until we question everything. That includes what everybody else wants to do. If you haven't sat there and said, well, why does everybody else want to do it? Well, then you're not fulfilling what we're doing right now this is going to loop back around and we're going to end up going through this again in another 15 25 30 years and that was exactly my point earlier don't everyone jump it has to it it, ha, it has to be done this way it has to be done this way unfortunately you have to walk through the darkness to see the light and it is pretty fucking dark
Hey, do the numerology on that, babe. The gematria and don't everyone jump? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I don't I don't I don't really go by much of the gematria. I, I don't either, but there are some interesting quinkings. Oh, there is, but I'm up. You do it enough times, you'll find what you want to find. Just, Every, like, the, yeah, just yeah. like the PCR yep. test. Yep. Just I see a time in and time out, and you put in you know what you want to hear and what you want to find, and you end up finding it. And uh, it doesn't. At the end of the day, it doesn't change anything for me. So I don't even spend any time on the gematria of, of really much anything. If it's I, I I and I fully get that numbers have meaning and there are powers and numbers. Uh, I've studied a lot of Nikola Tesla and I get it, but um, with the coincidences is where I kind of like, all right, it could be, it could be anything. And it makes things hard to prove like, Hey, this is why I believe this. Here's a bunch of numbers and uh, they eat both equal the same number. Cause this, cause when, when you explain it to somebody, it's very tough for a new person to grasp and it, it, you got to do baby steps. True. Um, 222. What is 222? Don't everyone jump in simple gematria is 222. What else equals 222? Let's see. God is a number pattern. Eternal light ray of God. World Economic Forum. The proofs in Zodiacs. President Xi Jinping, $10,000. What about these rumors about Xi Jinping? Fire Dragon God Code. Jack Posobiec says it's all CIA disinformation uh, i don't like i don't trust jack cuck prosobic i know as far as you all. can throw him i'm also a, a big fan of messenger over messenger and i could be proven wrong i don't trust them personally but i could be wrong about everybody that i i trust okay. them. all yeah. right this is really this is really interesting though so hold on let me keep going on this uh the dex sag fire dragon god code I don't know what that is. Wuhan coronavirus, the beast of revelation, Lucifer Morningstar. There's a storm coming. Event 201, Donald Tr John Trump Sr., the Great Conjunction, mandatory vaccination, impossible coincidences, December 22nd, conspiracy theories, military intelligence, April 23rd, Chiron, Fire Dragon, Zodiac, Wuhan, Coronavirus, the new message from God, the man behind the curtain, uh, Chosen One is. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking shit. Um, that's a lot of fucking shit. So this, that's what I'm saying. It could be any. It could, that's what I'm saying. You, they're just throwing things at the wall to see what the fuck it is. Um, is no. So what this is, is so Gematria is the 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 language of God, right? So when you, when you break it down, um, everything has, an, has a number, uh, a number value. Yeah, ABC, right? one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. So ma math is the, is the ultimate universal language. So yes. God's language is gematria. So every word has a numerical value and every phrase has a numerical value. And some phrases share numerical values um, and share multiple numerical values so when you you know it's like a got to do a zen diagram with them you know and and see what crosses over and and what uh what connects but gematria is oh it's well, an ancient practice the, the language the language of the heavens the language of god so um ah palladians are fallen angels 
<sighs> Palladians were fallen angels. I've uh-huh. heard that. Yeah, he must be um, born again. Yeah, so, the apocalypse. So, I want to circle back into the serious CBD. Uh-huh. I hear your story because I know I know you wanted to speak speak on cue after sitting there ever so quietly so well, lurking in the corners. Well, that was just I, I, you guys were all saying it's just it's funny to hear it because you know I, I sit amongst you as your uh, you know as a friend and I mm-hmm. I just listened and um, you know all, all of you guys well a lot of people say the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm so sick and tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. I want to hear a different take. Um, and I, I try to pull from everybody's take and see what I, I, I would think would be possible and logical. And that's the right way to from do From everything I've heard. And from everything I've heard, um, you know, I think there's a couple different possibilities. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, that's just was my take on it. I Two cents. Uh but as for the yeah the series holy shit um it started with um i fuck i've been taking pills for years i uh, i think i probably taken because you're in and- close to probably uh, i'd have to say probably by now for the number of years i've been doing it probably i've got to be in upwards of a million to there was if- a point where he was taking like two dozen pills a day easy yeah easy that's crazy um and uh this is for everything from blood pressure to seizures to um you name it uh, to psychotics antipsychotics to battle the medication that they gave me for the seizures um fucking adhd you name it because they went in they played with my when they go and they fuck with your grape folks let me tell you something Putting two and two together the day after grape surgery is not fun, and you don't. It doesn't connect. It, it don't compute. Um, anyway, long story short, I was taking all these pills, and she had been busting my nuts for fucking years about trying CBD and all this other bullshit, and um, she finally started getting these gummies uh, for me to go to sleep at night, and uh, she got these melatonin CBD gummies that were just absolutely fucking ridiculous like i took one and it was like somebody walked in my bedroom hit me right across my fucking mouth with a fucking two by four and i was out and i woke up the next morning asking her if i had gone to sleep and she was like yeah oh you went to sleep all right you haven't moved since you laid down in the bed last night i was like holy shit that's amazing and then um it went on and on from there but it was like simple shit like that that she even beat my head over the you know over the head with it and then uh finally it was a shit couple uh three months ago uh had a weird rhythm in the whole heart there and um everything went sideways and uh yeah the doctor like yeah you had, a, you had a heart attack and i was like well fuck me running and hmm. um they were like yeah well it wasn't like a normal one uh i had a valve that failed and they had to go in and freeze the valve and then let it heat up on its own and then the electricity started it was like really bad afib is what they described it as and so uh, the doc at the VA, since they pulled me from firefighting, the doc at the VA was like, well, you don't have to piss on a cup anymore. Um, he's like, you take a lot of pills. It's like a lot of pills. And um, what, do you, what do you say we just kind of get rid of all your pills at once? I said, okay, what are we going to do? He's like, have you ever tried wheat? <laughs> have you ever tried the marijuana? 
And I said, oh, my Lord, I never yeah, thought it would make my wife's day. So uh, government weed started shortly thereafter. And, fuck your uh, wife. Bing bong. Yep. They, fuck they your wife. Bing bong. Completely. Seriously, they get fucking cartel Mexican dirt weed. No joke. Oh, I know. because no, it's straight shit weed. Yeah. I, well, I did a study for marijuana for Columbia University, and they got it from the the grows that they do at Mississippi University, and it was absolute dirt. It was the worst right. thing. Dirt they weed. Trying to study okay. marijuana. They they said at the end, if I had any critiques, what would you do? I said get better weed. And I was like, you're not going to get any good studies with this shit dirt weed. So like, this is so go, go ahead. So anyway, we were there, and uh, I was like, uh, okay. So I brought home this. Uh, so the first time. They gave me like the first two weeks I went and I picked up an eighth for like, I was picking up an eighth for like the first three weeks. Like now the difference is, is this is pretty pimp, but I go in and I got to take a piss test when I go in Mm -hmm. and I have to piss hot. If I don't piss hot, then they, then I get in trouble. They accuse me of stealing it and selling it. So I have to piss off. It's pretty difficult once you start smoking weed, even on a fairly regular basis. To not piss off. Yeah. Okay. It's so so one drug. This and I'm like, oh no, babe, I can get you. I got so much better shit than that. So, so, so 20, you know, 30 something years of not smoking weed. 28 years. 30 something years of having to piss in a cup to make sure that I wasn't smoking weed. Okay. And now you're telling me I have to go into it, go into a fucking place, piss in a cup and I have to fail the test. Are you kidding me? I was like, fuck. Yes. Back up. So when he started CBD, the CBD gummies, you know, and we tried all kinds of different CBD. We tried, we had, CBD MD and he had to be really careful because he was still firefighting first he was in the military and then he was still firefighting and so he he piss tested all the time and most CBD if you take it you know internally you'll you'll pop hot um so it has THC in it so you know a lot of them did yeah so the the stuff that works did so um exactly. so we yeah. So we always, we always went with the topical. And so I tried different topical things on him and they would work for a while and then they'd wear off and some were like, some were greasy and some were just gross. I found one that was actually really good. It was water-based and then uh, they went out of business and, you know, like. I already gave Mick a good got, package for you guys. You're going to enjoy it. But they got, actually, they got taken over by a fucking woke company in California. So as far as I'm concerned, they went out of business. But um, it, so then, then we found Justin and, I ordered some this serious CBD, the topical for him. And it was like, it was amazing. This is when he was still firefighting. I literally, he would, over the summer, he would drag my ass out of bed at fucking 5.30 in the morning to rub him down with the topical CBD, his shoulders, his elbows, his lower back so that he could function for the day. And then now I still have to do that now, even though he's not firefighting, but now, now that he's not firefighting, he also takes it internally. So he takes the droppers as well. Um, and he puts uh, what a dropper and a half in, in his coffee every morning, and- every morning and every, every day I got to have my coffee. Cause that is like, literally I, I, everybody says like, did you bring your CBD with you? Oh yeah. Okay. Good. Cause I was going to say I have some in my drawer. I I've been using that already. Trust me. Um, but I've noticed though with the, um, that stuff this morning i didn't oh the tincture yeah well that's yeah because that's, that's and I, I gotta tell you i have not had uh, zero issues with joint swelling nothing that's kind of weird i just that's the only different thing that i'm doing that i've never done before that'd be interesting to see I and mean, there's a lot of medical benefits to mushrooms and 
There's, yeah. there's a lot. Of, it's it's really unbelievable. I I call it the 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 miracle pill. So, like I said, if Megan, if you're listening, we're gonna get these guys a code. Uh, but I got to tell you, anyway. The but the serious part when we got the serious, it was in conjunction the topical with doing the internal bit as well. The tincture, yeah. Oh my god, that was like that was it. I was done. I I didn't even. I stopped everything. Cold like turkey, I, you I, just went right yeah, away. Right stop, away. Stop taking all the medication. Ask her. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I don't take anything, nothing. No, I haven't seen. And it. they have, they give me stuff for my heart. They said, I've got, I got to take drugs with my heart. Uh, I haven't. Um, and my blood pressure has damn near about leveled off. Brandy, honestly, Brandy his, just, heart attack, his heart attack was my fault. Cause I pissed him off to the point where he stroked out. So that's always the woman's fault on the heart attack. You always, the woman's fault. But uh, Brandy just said that she just had her first day with serious CBD in her coffee because Justin said to try it in her in your coffee. Uh, so you're gonna enjoy. It. She said she has really good energy. It's it's amazing. It's, it's such a great product. No, I I got it. I won't lie. Yeah. I put it in my coffee the first couple of days, and it took a little while because really, it yeah. is pretty potent. And in my coffee, I I found myself at about eleven o'clock in the morning doing the fuck. I didn't even want to be at work right now. I want to go to bed. Jesus Christ, I'm tired. And I I, I will admit. I got into a rhythm where I found that what I did was I drank my cup of coffee in the morning and then right at about 11 o'clock, I was cracking open like an energy drink of some sort and carrying he's, on with he's my got dad. two at his feet right now. So I, I mean, it is pretty potent, but it works. Tell him about the time that you forgot, uh, forgot to put it in your coffee. And, oh. and you, you <laughs> what happened? Oh, it was just a really, it was a bad day. It was like the worst day that anybody could have ever even imagined, right? Explain. So I, I got up that morning. Um, for whatever reason, the dryer did not work the night before. My clothes were still wet. I had to go to work. I got up late. Couldn't so your hat. immediately I'm fucking livid. Uh, couldn't find my hat. I was fucking like, you know how it is. You, yep. you just oh, yeah. like crazy. No ball effect. Yes. Yes. One thing after another. Okay. Okay. I'd fucking almost left the house like twice already at this point. I came back from dropping the kid off at school and he was still home. Normally he's gone like 30 minutes before. This is why we can't have nice things, Mick. So I, I finally get in my truck. I get out of the driveway. I'm driving down the road and I completely forgot to put CD in my coffee. And I was like, all right, I'll be fine. I, I, oh, oh no, I got some. I was like, oh shit, I got some. I forgot. I was like, oh, because Justin sent me all these like little things. Little like ones, he yeah. sent me one big care package. He's like, dude, because like literally I had ordered a bunch of shit and like the order basically got lost. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. And he just tossed Sounds a, like like a butt ton of shit in a box and sent it to me. I was like, holy fuck, dude, I've got to pay back for this. But holy shit like but there was a bunch of these little white things and i was like i have no idea what these things are but the last time i opened up a little box it was like a little dropper yeah. of cbd oil and I, that's what i thought this little plastic thing was like you popped off the top and you squeezed out the cbd oil in it it was gummies no it was pre-rolls oh one of the serious so ones. i was like you know what in a hard time i was like D you could have thrown some pre-rolls in there like and to i mean you know because it was over the top what he it's said. now in his coffee it's now in his coffee no i fucking smoked it right in my oh. word truck oh that's great there you go <laughs> all right so we're we're, mm -hmm. we're we're running out on time soon and i want to close it out on one thing because it's the funniest fucking story ever 
and I can't. This is the only thing that makes sense. So, word on the street, word on the street is prosthetic tit Oregon teacher. Yes, is, is doing a giant troll job. Yeah. Like it's one giant troll job. So here was a post on 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 the boards. And said, so this dude is gaming the system. And Anon here yesterday was in this dude's class. The teacher was almost fired for toxic masculinity last year, as well as not embracing woke culture. He dropped red pills to his class, such as how silly gender neutral bathrooms are. The school board hates him. He's now upping the ante to exploit the very clown world the school and society itself created. His long game is most likely to get fired and then sue for discrimination. There's no other explanation. No better way to troll the clown world than to become an over-the-top character of a woman. And then there's an update. I'm a student at OTHS, and I can guarantee you guys he's 100% trolling. This teacher is hated by the school staff for never embracing woke culture. Plus, he is used to say funny as hell. He used to say funny as hell sexist comments every now and then during classes. He's about to be transferred to another province, and they cannot fire him until then. So coming out as a bizarre trans was his ultimate fuck you to the leftist principal and the school board because even – Knowing he's 100% lying, the school has no option but to support him against angry parents. It's hilarious. This is the grit. Uh, the, the only thing that makes sense. thing ever. It's the only thing that makes sense. This guy showed up out of nowhere. Like, he was a wood shop teacher, and now all of a sudden he's wearing these, like, triple Z tits as yes. prosthetic tits showing up. The only thing that makes sense is that he is just trolling them. Made out of wood, mind you. Hold on. Made out of They're wood. Really made of wood. They're made out of wood and strapped to his body with leather belts. He made his own tits. Definitely a troll job. 100% a troll job. There's no question. There's no way this makes sense. It's the only way to just clown these fucking leftist lunatics who are pushing this agenda. Oh, you want to play this game? Okay, I will play it better than anybody. I will show you how ridiculous all of you dumb pieces of shit are. And because you're so fucking stupid, you can't fire me. Because you've made all these stupid rules, you can't fire me. And it's a huge fuck you to them. It's like, hey... Uh, no, he's playing their own game back against him. He's playing the he, long game. He, he's like, okay, all right, I'll play your fucking game. Watch this. I will do something so over the top that you cannot fire me for because he, I can sue you. I thought identifying as a transdimensional gender neutral unicorn was uh, was <laughs> enough. Right, this guy stepped up his game. I got to fucking start fighting yeah, for transdimensional gender neutral unicorn rights a little better. Okay. Um, uh, what what yeah. uh, what do you identify as? Anthony? Yeah. Anthony. Um it it depends on, on the day, on the moment, you know, where the wind is blowing. So it could it could be anything. Right now I'm okay. Nick, how about you? I'm a soul slut. <laughs> I know you are. What's <laughs> a soul slut? It's I'm, a long story. A long okay. Story. We'll have to do that for another show. I, I identify as the hereditary empress of the universe. Okay. The hereditary empress of the universe. Well, I'm a transdimensional gender neutral unicorn. So I'll tell you right now, I hold more victim status than all of you. Um, I am the biggest victim here. So I can speak on all things victim. You guys can only speak on a few things. Um, This is how this works. 
when you have more victims. Not only am I trans, trans, but I'm trans-dimensional and I'm gender-neutral. Whoa, wait a minute. And I'm trans-species because I'm a unicorn. And I'm I mythical. am a soul I'm a slut. I'm a mythical. I, I, I'm trying to figure out how you def- defeat a soul slut. You know how you know how they put, um, they put they put two spirit now in in the in the whole thing. Anthony's just kicking back two like spirit, that. That idiots. was purely for Mick. <laughs> Seriously, that was for Mick. That was that two spirit was for Mick. Idiots. So I don't, I don't play the victim game. Y'all need to worship me. So oh, okay, see, I'm a victim. You can't speak in victimhood. I can. Um, <laughs> and I I really hope that this guy is actually this is a giant troll job and it would be the only, it's the only thing that makes sense in this story like i've been trying to figure out how this guy just all of a sudden shows up to school with giant massive tits and this is the new thing like he didn't just come out of nowhere and start doing this it doesn't make any sense this is the only narrative that actual make actually makes any sense out of anything that we've covered today because everything is so fucking lunacy it's all lunacy that like that narrative the fact that this is a troll job is the only thing that makes sense so I hope it is. I hope we find out some more for next week. Uh, me, Mick, and Velin. Velin will be in studio on Friday for uh, Freedom Friday. Alan's going to be on a wedding at a wedding, so they're going to be co-hosting with me. It's going to be a lot of fun. Come hang out with us. I'll be at, uh, Mick will be on with me on Winning Wednesday tomorrow at 9 a, uh, 12, a, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And Freedom Friday, yeah, he's gonna be gangbang. We're gonna be talking you, about. You of- send me a link when that goes off because I will have no idea what time zone I'm in. It's oh yeah, I'll send you <laughs> a link. It's, join. It, well, it's, it, here's the thing: it's our it's 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 our friendly YouTube channel where George McDougal cooks and I I bust Garrett's balls, so we can try to send people from YouTube over this channel where we constantly gangbang on the government. So and, so and we do you know what punches. Mick's gonna say when he's there? Hi. Yeah, no, exactly. Mick was like, "How am I going to talk?" It's very yeah, difficult. Yourself. Well, Nick and Anthony, Nick, Anthony, and Alan have given me and Garrett like zero credit. They're like, "You're never going to last." You guys are going to start talking politics five episodes in. Where this is our our third or fourth episode, we haven't gotten any politics yet. So I'm not going to allow Mick to break that streak. I'm going to slap him in the mouth if I have to. Here, here's the bong. Smoke weed. Um, <laughs> but that's exactly what I'm going to do. You're going to find me face yeah, down, yeah, fucking yeah. higher so, than a kite. So, so weed. smiling. So, so tell everybody where they can find you guys and uh, and when your show is on because it's fucking awesome. Uh, so you can find the Patriot Party podcast anywhere you can find podcasts except for Spotify because they hate us still. Us too. Um, but we are on uh, Twitch, Rumble, CloudHub, DLive, and then on the Cannabis and Combat channels on Roku, Twitch, and DLive. Just not on uh, Foxhole there because they, they got all fucking bitchy, so fuck them. Um, and then on RedPills.tv, and that is every day, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And uh, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern for our True Spiracy show, which is a lot of fun. Uh, weekday shows, we do politics and the news. And then Sundays, Sundays are fun day. We, we do conspiracies, true spiracies. Um, so that's uh, that's when we we delve into all kinds of fun shit and have guests on. And that's a blast. So go down the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. Lots. No, if, lots, you, lots if, you, if you like our show, you guys will love, love the Patriot Party podcast. Mick is going to be co-hosting with me all week. Velen will be joining you very soon, sitting right next to us. Yeah. Uh, I do want to uh, pimp out a new product, though, because. Go for it. 
plug I'm away. Um, so when we were at Reckoning Fest, I found this toothpaste. It's uh, fluoride free because if you know, HelloFresh got bought out by Colgate. I'm very uh, upset. Tom's got bought out by Crest. Very uh, so basically all the fluoride free toothpaste is it's not going to be fluoride free for much longer. Um, but uh, it's made by Big Pharma. Who knows what's going to be in it? But it is a nano silver toothpaste fluoride free toothpaste it will heal your teeth it will heal a cracked tooth or a cavity in four to six weeks it will heal gingivitis um so we have an affiliate link go to freshmouth.life so freshmouth.life and that will bring you to them they've got um they've got you can both just buy the toothpaste you can do a subscription where they send it to every month um you can get an electric toothpaste or toothpaste. i want to try it so bad because it's it's amazing and i've heard a lot of good things about colloidal silver it's so oh. good. So good. And Mick's always like, he's always giving me a hard time. He's like, whatever, with the fluoride stuff, you know. And well, I yelled at him for his deodorant this weekend. He's doing spray on spray on him, aluminum deodorant. I can't even be in the same room with him when he sprays that shit on. But anyway, uh, but he always gave me a hard time about it. And so I only bought one tube of it to try it. Like I signed up for the subscription just for me. And then I used it. And I've always been like, I only brush my teeth once a day. Right. And Oh my God, my mouth felt so clean. It was amazing. Like I couldn't wait to go brush my teeth again at night before I went to bed. And so then Mick started using it. Now I fucking, I run out already and I'm like, shit. So I had to order more and unfortunately it won't be here until I get back. Well, I can't wait to try it. I'm going to have to order some. Mick was, Mick was hustling it to me all weekend. Yeah. So uh, I'm very excited to try it. Good shit. Um, Definitely go check that out. Put in what's your code? Uh, that's just, it's just the affiliate link that you don't need a code, just freshmouth.life. Sweet, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Go there, check it out. I'm ordering some myself. I'm excited to try it. Um, our and sponsors. The berry one isn't just the flavor, it actually has elderberry and vitamin C and grapefruit in it. So it gives you an immunity um, boost as well as the, the colloidal silver. Oh, this is pretty badass. I've heard a lot of good stuff about that stuff. So yeah. I'm excited to check it out and it's fluoride free. Yeah. Um, go, go and pick up some today. Like I said, I, I am. Uh, our sponsors, Kush Cream Series, CBD, Mikey Pellows. Everybody got enough love today. You guys already know what to do. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning, bright and early. Uh, if you want to talk some more politics, Friday uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern. Come and hang out. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, where we go one, we go all. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. 
The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon to feel the truth.